0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse. I am Peter, and joining me, as always, is Matt.
1: That was weirdly sing-songy, <laughs> and now I'm thinking you might have been replaced.
2: <laughs> I
1: agree, it was
0: far too
2: whimsical for him.
1: Yeah, right? So, for first, he's being unexpectedly wholesome before recording. Now he's, he's doing this, being whimsical. I think the news of Angel this week might have...
0: What was this about Angel, Matt? Something about the 20th anniversary of uh, yeah. Angel, the spin-off of the hit television yeah. show, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah,
1: the um, much better than Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
0: Well, that's a, that's, a, that's a personal taste of a statement. I love both shows. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, I now, thought that was going to be a trigger. Nah. <laughs> nah, nah, I love both. Um, some of those cast members have barely aged in 20 years. It's kind of...
1: It's weird. It yeah. is weird. I got, that, I got that cover in the mailbox, and I was like... Huh.
0: Weird. <laughs> David Boreanaz is 50, and, yeah. you know, I, I, every time there's been, like, jokes of, like, oh, can we have like a Buffy reunion or a reboot or some kind? It's like, well, yeah, but Spike and Angel haven't supposed to have aged because they're vampires, but I look at David Boreanaz and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> He'll pass. <Yeah>. He'll <laughs> pass for it. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Did I say uh, Connor was I here as magic. well? I think I did. I, I don't remember. Uh,
1: okay. Okay. <laughs> himself looking like a vampire today. yes he's yes
0: got, got that ginger vampire thing going oh
1: no. it's, uh, you know,
2: it's daylight and I don't like it
0: you can barely tell he's I, ginger actually on that light
1: I, I I remember Conan O'Brien talking one time that he is so pale that you could strip him naked and put him in a cave and he'd produce his own light now that's Connor right now <laughs>
0: There's actually a glow coming off his his cheek and then right. even his shoulder, which is not even his skin; it's just his shirt. But there's like a glow coming off of him.
2: I told you, there's bloody daylight out there, and it's terrible.
0: Either that or Connor's <laughs> pregnant. One, one of the two. I've not decided which.
2: <laughs> that is a serious glow for pregnant. Connor, are
0: you, are you an
1: addition for Batman too? Now that you're a sparkle vampire.
0: <laughs> Why not? We talk about DC Comics on this show uh, every week, and uh, this week. We are going to be talking about three new dc comics count on three we're going to talk about batman 73 justice league 26 and aquaman 49 that is the three books that we'll be talking about but we do also have some patreon issues to talk about because we might as well put them on this week's show with uh, so little new books uh so carl will be talking about red to outlaw 33 i assume that will be uh and then i'll be talking about x-men number four and then carl will be talking about x- uh, G- generation x sorry number four that is the uh, so
1: I, I have an idea uh, that just came to me as me this and Connor were talking. Tired. Oh, no. Pete or uh, Pete's going to hate it. You're going to love it.
2: Oh, okay. I'm um, back on board.
1: Yeah. So, you know, Tom Taylor is writing some Star Wars books uh, yeah. coming out next month. And I, I think it would be a shame if they didn't get covered on the show Oh, Pesso. Pesso. So off. If, if you want to go and, and make Pete read them, there's a, a Patreon tier that I think would be more of a service than, than X-Men is, uh, you know, but it's Tom Taylor.
0: I'm, so, not, I'm not pressing his button for that. No, you didn't get no. a button for Star Wars. I,
1: I, so you're saying that I, I rhythmed out my words for nothing.
0: Yes. Yes, oh, that was just a man. waste of your time. So um, how do you
2: agree, though, right? Like, oh, absolutely. I mean, it's Tom uh, Taylor. What's not to love?
0: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, just do
2: it. Like, so, seriously, do it.
0: Week three, week three in the show, uh, so not as many books, which does mean we do have questions from peoples on the Twitters, um, and I did remember and ask, for the record. I did not have to remember and ask for the, for the favorite book, though, because I did that live in the show last week, if you recall.
1: I saw it, and it said, hey, this is us from last week.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. like an hour ago, I thought, I'm going to go check and see if you remember to do it or not this week, and then I saw that, and I was like, oh, yeah, we did do that.
0: <laughs> Next
1: time, you should put a picture of Booster Gold there coming out of a time portal.
0: Pl- you were here matt you could have told me to do that last week
1: i didn't think about it until right now
0: yeah well yeah, yeah, lessons learned yeah. you know regrets have been had uh we do have a little bit of news as well uh which we'll talk about but that's basically uh, what the show is going to be uh well, well we hit that a list of the hours on this week's show who knows um, well, yeah, a book. <laughs> well, nah, i don't
1: want to talk about batman for
0: an hour okay well nah, do you, <laughs> you do about i don't know an hour of introductions and then you do 30 minutes on news 40 minutes on listener questions and uh, you do about forty minutes on the outro, so you just have about maybe twenty minutes for the books, <laughs> right, right in
1: there. Uh, Aquaman <laughs> deserves a little bit more than
2: that. But I feel <laughs> this week. Um, we can yeah. get through Batman in about three minutes.
0: Yeah, it took, it took about three know, that's about three minutes long to, it
2: read. Took me to read. Uh... <laughs> Matt has thoughts this week. Uh, apparently,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, okay, we'll start with news. Though we'll start with some news. Uh so yeah, so it's all it's all about the, the imprint lines of, of DC this week, um where they've announced that they're gonna simplify and even though we've only had Zoom and Ink specifically for a year, maybe, like since they announced yes, them. That. Maybe a bit more than that. Um we're doing away with all these extra label names. Now we're gonna have three labels and that's gonna be the whole thing. There's gonna be just main DC, which is as you'd imagine, just DC Universe's mm-hmm. stuff with all the, the regular books. We're going to have DC Kids, which will basically just be Zoom and Ink rebranded to the one thing called DC Kids mm-hmm. from everything I can see. And then DC Black Label will continue to be there as the adult line.
2: Um, I just want to correct some of that there. You said, you know, Zoom and Ink will both be under DC Kids. Are they not? And No, that's not the case at all. Uh, the younger one, uh, Zoom, is, that's all obviously kids, but the Ink ones are a bit um, hit or miss. A lot of them are going under just DC. Um because okay. DC is not just the mainline books.
0: Yes.
1: Okay. You know what, though, I wonder if they'll fold in some of the ink stuff into uh, into the the Bendis one. I'm trying a blank at right now. Wonder Comics. Wonder, yeah, they'll take some of those concepts.
2: But in theory, that like all those pop-up ones, you know, uh, Wonder Comics, Young Animal, mm-hmm. um, whatever the Johns one that was going to start that. I can't remember the I name. I don't of. think it's
1: happening anymore.
2: No, none of them are now. I don't. Think they're all just going to be under just DC now.
1: Yeah, but they're still going to have the flag on them of young animal and wonder like they do
2: now.
0: I don't know if they will. That sounds to me like they're going to do away with that. They just I want think, to be branded as DC. Oh
2: no, no, hang on. You might be right there. Right. I'm reading. Yeah. It the pop-ups will continue, but it's unclear what age label they'll yeah. fall under. So okay. they'll
1: still. So, so it looks like they are now. Where it's not like you're like oh i'm reading wonder comics uh young justice it's like oh it's young justice but it has the wonder comics tag on there you know
0: yeah so. there's a huge difference yes <laughs> you know. um, well no i mean i think um okay so so these three main dc lines are kind of just like the age specification but then there are still mm-hmm. maybe pop-ups like within each one because yeah. that's not yeah Confusing.
2: Well, it might be just a case those will continue until they end rather than. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll let them run out their course. They won't add new things to them, yeah. though.
0: I, I um, wonder, though, if this season two of Wonder Comics will still be called Wonder Comics or if that'll just be. Oh, these books are back.
2: <laughs>
0: probably the latter. Yeah, I could see that. Um, and then the other news with this, though, is that they did confirm a lot. Because if we just get this news, we make speculate as to what this meant for Vertigo, but they actually just sort of confirmed along with it um that vertigo is being sunsetted as they put it uh by the end of the year so vertigo which has been around for decades is uh going bye-bye
2: yeah Yeah, um they've told us that sandman universe stuff will be continuing presumably past the end of this year if if they're telling us that um which, I wonder if they, do they shift them and put them under a DC label, like, pr- presumably black label. I would um, think
0: black label for any yeah, yeah. stuff to survive. Do they
2: just continue with the numbering they are and just shift them under black label rather than Vertigo?
0: I'd guess so. I, I feel like the Vertigo logo might disappear from the cover and that's about it, but that, that'll be like the extent of it. It'll be replaced with a DC logo and that'll be yeah. Yeah. all they say. Which
2: is, um, it's, it's just a shame, it's sad to see Vertigo go, right? Mm-hmm. It's been a staple for a, a long time now for, yeah. for that side of the industry.
0: Yeah, yep. it, had, it, it It did lose a lot of its luster in the last, like...
2: Yeah, uh, once Karen Berger left.
0: Yeah, uh, in the last, it's, like, several years, it's, it's kind of not been the same as what it was. No, it not
2: I kept seeing a lot of tweets that were like,
1: oh, Vertigo was that line that was like, oh, I didn't know comics could be like that. And a lot of people, you know, are throwing dirt on it, but on that whole concept. But I'm like, that's a lot of people I know who got into Image. Image was like that. Oh, I didn't know
2: comics could be like this. Yeah. Well,
0: you know? and in a lot of ways, Vertigo was there before Image was. It was yeah. kind of mm-hmm. the yeah, start and image of that.
2: Kind of supplanted Vertigo as yeah. the go-to place for the creator-owned, but Vertigo yep. definitely kickstarted that trend.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and that's real cool. Um, that, that that continues on. So, I don't think we'll have to worry. I think a lot of people were worried about like it's just gonna be like Image and and that's it. But I'm seeing so many different no. places now that they can they can go that it, it almost felt like vertigo is a victim of creating that brand you know possibly
2: yeah it, it does also sound as well like they'll still might do some creator-owned things obviously like bendis is still doing all his creator-owned things um you know under jinx world tears right um mm-hmm. so yeah. i imagine they'll still do them but they'll just stick them under black label or well i, I would assume for the most part under black label given you know mm-hmm. how most of those books were um but I do it means they'll stop doing them completely.
1: Yeah. So, what's what's some of your guys' favorite Vertigo stuff that you've read? So, I saw this going around too.
0: Oh yeah. So. Um. Oh, the easy one for me is Why the Last Man. That's the one yeah. that jumps out at Im- me immediately. Uh, I I love uh what I've read of Alan Moore's Swamp Thing, which was Vertigo. Um. Yeah. yeah, and then there's the I mean obviously a like Watchmen's. Was, was technically vertical, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I mean that's just an obvious yeah. one to mention.
2: No, I, I, uh, I, I saw that two around. I did my tough. That yeah. was a uh, Sandman, um, uh-huh. Northlanders, yeah. uh, which is excellent. Um, Lucifer, I, you know, I only read it, you know, relatively recently, but it's mm-hmm. excellent. Um, Grant Morrison's Animal Man, and then another will a little bit of, a, you know, a different one to the, those you know, bigger books with uh, Snyder's uh, The Wake. Uh, yeah. I really love that book. That was underrated. Gotcha. Um, Murphy's Art yeah. was particularly incredible.
0: I'm still yeah. shocked I've not read that book.
2: You should. It it goes a
1: little bit haywire on the second half of
0: it. I love it. the second half.
1: Yeah. So that's one of those things where you either you love it like Connor or you're, you have a lot of
2: problems. That's what I've heard.
0: You love it like people. Connor or you die a hero. <laughs> yeah.
2: It is. I can see why it's polarizing because the second yeah. half is a completely different book. It literally mm-hmm. is just something else entirely. But yeah. it's great.
0: Hmm. All right. So in the L news, as though, is they revealed a bunch more of their young adult books. Their 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 DC kids and graphic novels and whatever you know inks going to be fall under. Um, so some of these we definitely knew about before. It's just kind of one big list, uh, but a lot of them are new. So
2: yeah. So it's split up into the the DC Kids section and then the the young adult ones, which will go under the the main DC line. Mm.
0: Hmm. Yeah, this is a huge list of books, actually. Um, And I don't remember which ones already existed, so just bear with me here as I I read these off, and you can stop me when one sounds particularly interesting. Diana, Princess of the Amazons, uh, which is written by Shannon Dean Hale, with art by Victoria Yang. That's coming January 2020. We have Green Lantern Legacy written by Min Lee and art by Andy Tong coming January 2020. I think we knew about that one. I feel like that was... Mm-hmm. Kid Green Lantern sounds familiar to me. Yeah. Uh, Batman Tales Once Upon a Crime written by Derek Friedroff and art by Dustin Wynn. That's coming February 2020 any concerns that these were slowing down like literally there's like books multiple books per month starting next year coming from this line
2: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and then we've got the the young adult ones kind of overlapping with that as yeah.
0: well uh zatanna and the house of secrets written by matthew cody and art by yoshi yoshitani that's coming february 2020 that uh, we sounds have great batman overdrive written by shia fontana with art by marcelo di chiara uh, that's coming march 2020 Then we have DC Superhero Girls Powerless, written by Amy Wolfman with art by Agnes Garbowska. That's coming March 2020. We have Antihero, and that's Anti-Slash Hero specifically, how it's written, uh, which is written by Kate uh, uh, Karras-Quinn and art by... Or sorry, and it's also written by uh, Demetria luneta uh, with art by Mesa Gill. That's coming April 2020. We have Archimaniacs. I love that title. That is actually that is a fantastic great. title. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if that's
1: not an ode to Animaniacs, I'm going to throw oh, something.
0: Oh, it is. That absolutely is. Okay. Yeah. There's no way it isn't. Come on, it's called Archimaniacs. Time for
2: Archimaniacs.
0: Uh, that's, good. that's written by Art Baltazar and Franco with art by Art Baltazar. So he's also... Yeah,
2: that's the team that did like uh, EB Hellboy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think, I think i've think done something for dc before that's
0: coming april 2020 and Then next up video games ate my homework which is written uh, with art by dustin hansen may 2020. That's
1: pete's autobiography in comic book form
0: <laughs> amethyst princess of gem world uh which is written by shannon and dean hale and then batman and robin and howard written with art by also jeffrey mm-hmm. brown so those last couple don't have months yet because they're probably quite early on hence why william's even an artist yet
2: yeah that shannon yeah, Dean yeah. Help, wasn't and they're doing the the diana of princess of amazon's uh you know the, the one that's in january so yeah that's written by them, illustrated.
1: them six yeah by someone else i wonder if this is just them um, yeah it says written in LH, no just written by so we don't yeah. know an artist for yeah yeah me. i wonder it's if this still have an
0: artist yet if this is just that early yeah. in the, the process uh, and then again, I think this next one. Also, this is all still the the, the young kids one. Um, yeah. DC Superhero Girls, written by Amy Wolfman. Dear Super Villains, written by Michael Northrop. Uh, Green Arrow stranded, uh, written by Brendan Deenan with art by Caleb Hasala, uh, Indestructibles Book One, written by Ridley Pearson. So they're literally feeling confident about that one because they're expecting yeah. a book two. Yeah. Uh, Lois Lane, no flashy title, just Lois Lane, written by Grace Ellis with art by Brittany Williams. Uh, Metropolis Grove, written with, written and art by Drew Brockington. Uh, Primer, written by Thomas Karjewski <laughs> and Jennifer Muro, with art by Gretel Lusky.
1: Just an adaptation of the movie, but for kids. I hope so I finally understand it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I might only get this book so you, so you can follow the movie yeah. Primer. Yeah. yeah. What's funny actually is uh, we're doing that on the, the sci fi movie podcast. Like, yeah. that's what we're recording next, is Primer.
1: Oh, I watched it. I watched it a while ago and I got very angry.
0: I'm bringing diagrams. I'm bringing like, on screen yeah. diagrams to that review. Oh, I bet you will. So, uh, yeah, then we got Superman Smashes the Clan. We did know about this one. This is written by Jean Lin mm-hmm. Yang with art by. Uh, Gurahiru. Uh, okay. I probably butchered that, so I apologise. Huh. Close enough. Super Suns Book 3 Escape to Landis. Uh, hopefully that's not Max <laughs> Landis because that's a. Yeah, that so title of this yeah. week
1: maybe be retitled.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Escape uh, From? Yeah, so this <laughs> is written by Ridley Pearson with art by uh, Elie Gonzalez. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, not a good week to be using the word Landis. Uh, Teen Titans Go to Camp, um, written by Sholly Fish. Charlie Fish what a name
2: that, that, that name's actually familiar to me. It is cuz the Charlie Fish has done art, I think.
0: I, if I if my That's last name was right. Fish, I'd be dropping puns all the time. Shamelessly.
1: I mean your last name isn't and you still do. So I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> not about my
0: think. name though. I drop puns about other uh. things. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Teen Titans Go roll with it I actually I, I they should have had the same thing with uh, the first title like do, do you like the Ernest movie it's always Teen Titans Go and then 2 somewhere yeah yeah that should be the I'm thing. scared stupid yeah uh, so roll with it's written by Heather Neufer and PC Morrissey and then the last book on this line is The Mystery of the Meanest Teacher a Johnny Constantine graphic novel <laughs> what a title written by Ryan North and art by Derek Charm so that is the uh, your younger kids ones
2: yeah that is a great title for that last one though yeah so Charlie fish why i know the name
1: is uh, when they relaunched uh, with new 52 Charlie fish did the
2: backups for action comics ah okay yeah, that's, that's at least one name. place for uh, where i've seen the yeah. name then
0: yeah so
1: it wasn't an artist it was a
0: beware uh, the fish uh, so then the main DC line though this is the young adult titles coming from DC line mm-hmm. uh, again starting from January 2020 and going far and beyond that uh, we have Wonder Woman Warbringer uh, this is adapted by Lee Simonson uh, from Lee Bordeaux's uh, DC's prose novel so uh, yeah we knew about this one I remember this, one, yeah, we on did time this ago. one Gotham High written by Melissa de la Cruz and art by uh, Thomas Petilli that's coming February 2020 then we have The Oracle Code Written by Mariki Nijkamp and art by Manuel Pretiano. Pretiano, yeah, I'll go with that. March 2020, uh, that one's coming. Shadow of the Batgirl, uh, which is written by Sarah Kuhn and art by Nicole Goh. That's coming April 2020. I think that's the Cassandra Cain. Yeah, that's Cassandra Cain, that one, I'm sure. we have Lost Carnival, a Dick Racing graphic novel, written by Michael Moretti and art by Saz Milledge.
2: That has a yeah. great cover. That has yeah. Been I was just gonna bring stuff.
1: it up. It it is so Art Deco. Like, yeah. man, it's great.
0: Uh, so yeah, that's coming May 2020, then we have, uh, I think that's the last one we have a month fought for, which kind of lines up with the love line, uh, where we've got them until maybe halfway through next year. Uh, Catwoman Soul Stealer, which is adapted by Lou Simonson, again, from uh, Sarah J. Massey's uh, DC's Prose pros Novel, art by Samantha Dodge. Uh, we have Galaxy, The Prettiest Star, written by Jadzia Al- Al- Axelrod, and art by Kate Zellers. We have House of L Book 1, written by Claudia Gray, with art by Eric Zawadzki.
2: Interesting to see another book, one, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, uh, there's some confidence. Cla- Claudia Gray has done some uh, Star Wars novels that I really like. Lost Stars, which is my favourite in the last, like, five years. It's fantastic.
0: We have everyone's favourite on this show, I Am Not Starfire, written by Mariko Tamaki. I mean,
2: it, that, perfect. that is the, the, the mascot of
0: this show, surely. Yep. Tom Taylor and
1: Unrecognizable Starfire. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Mr. Miracle written by Varian Johnson. Joe, I actually I started reading that and I thought it was gonna say various and that was gonna be it. Oh it's Varian Johnson, that's just the dude's name. Okay. Um when that comes out,
1: how many people are gonna accidentally pick it up looking for Tom King and Med
0: Carrots? (laughs) Yeah, they should probably add a subtitle. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll add like uh
2: I think to be uh, to be honest, given some of the other covers here, it might be very clear when you look at it. Mi- Mist- no,
0: I know, but don't worry, they'll add the title. will be Mister Miracle, um, <laughs> best best pals with Max Landis or something to that effect. They'll they'll, they'll do it. It's fine. Way to
2: drag down the tone, Pete.
0: <laughs> it was a callback to an earlier God, poignant joke. Is...
2: <sighs>
0: like Max Landis is a piece of shit, all right, but all on board with this. Yeah. Um, Nubia uh, written by L.L. McKinney art by Robin Smith then we have Swamp Thing written by Maggie Zivata that's a great name I love that there's
1: some names that Pete just nails and then you give him this one and it's like uh, uh, speed bump
0: Steve Vata. I had to think about it. I will see names like this, well, this is definitely either Scandinavian or German. This is a Steve Vata name. Yeah. Uh, art by Morgan Beam on that one. And we have Teen Titans Beast Boy, written by Kami Garcia, and art by Gabriel Piccolo. And then we have Victor and Nora, a Mr. Freeze story. Surely it should be a Mr. and Mrs. Freeze story. Come on. Come on.
1: I mean, she's just Nora. Oh, she is
2: Freeze her last name yeah her
0: yeah. last name is Freeze well, but,
2: but she's not Freeze spelt like that is she sure right? but yeah. I mean
0: come on written by Lauren uh, Miracle that's a fun spelling of Miracle the a Y. there you go yeah. uh, art by Isaac Goodhart. I we feel ha- like we
2: knew about that one as well like vaguely
0: oh this Sounds one's not ringing a bell for me the Mr. And Mrs. Freeze one but
2: fair enough Maybe maybe it's just me
0: uh, then we have Whistle, written by E Lockhart, illust- illustrated by Manuel uh, Pertri- Pertano. Oh, that's the same guy. So clearly, clearly, that's coming Pertano. like at least six months later for another the one. Yeah, because
2: yeah. the last one was in March they did. So... Yeah.
0: yeah, September, October, book it. Um, yeah. Wonder Woman, Tempest Tossed, written by Laurie Hazel Anderson, with art by Lila Del Duca. And then we have You Brought Me the Ocean, written by Alex Sanchez and art by Julie Marrow. I assume that's an Aquaman.
2: I would have thought so with the title.
0: Yeah. And then finally on this huge list, we have Zatanna, the Jewel of Gravesend, written by uh, Alice Arden with art by Jacqueline D. Leon. So there you go. That was a Um, long list of books.
2: (laughs) I'm very glad to see they're really committing to this because I know there were some people concerned that uh, with ink and zoom not technically existing anymore because they're being folded into these other ones maybe they'll you know kind of just ease up on it
0: I, I assume they were safe because they were actually just have they had a new brand for it, they had DC Kids now admittedly the, the young adult ones are kind of viewing upwards into the other brand but th- that to yeah. me said no no they've given it another name like, they've made a name just for it
2: <laughs> yeah yeah they did for, for for the ink ones or whichever ones they were I can never remember but um, these older ones are just going in the main category um which i think is smart because i think at that age you know young adult if you call it dc kids the t- you know young teenagers are never going to go near that mm.
3: they'll
2: n- they'll go nope not touching it's for kids um so I think this is smarter by putting it in that line
0: all right okay so there you go. That is uh, what what became of Zoom and Inc. And there's actually a, there's there's basically books for every month of next year, probably into 2021 as well. So, um, the both, both lines are actually very much alive, despite the names being dead. So, um, have a have yeah. a look. See. I if mean, you're we've interested.
2: had a, a couple out so far already, and we got another one. I think Matt said next week. No, this week coming up, we
1: oh, this, got uh right. Yeah, got the the Raven. By Cami Garcia
0: and Piccolo. It, it certainly but, took a while to get going since they announced it, because mm-hmm. they announced it far too early, to be honest. But now that it's starting to spin up, I, it feels like...
2: See, this is the thing. I don't think they did announce it too early. The problem is, because they were going to a straight to a book market, you do have to announce books quite early with the way their system works.
0: Okay, but from a comics fan's perspective, it felt like a super like we were used to getting things announced three months before they came out. Like that's sure, that's three, what we were
2: used to maybe four or five at a push, and this was probably you know seven, eight, nine months. Um, but in the book market, that is kind of normal. It's why yeah, it's why the you know the, the trades are solicited so far in advance. Um, you know, you know because we get you know in the three month solicits, we have the, the trades at the bottom, but therefore much further than the three months. Um, it's because of that book market.
0: Yeah, it's not that. It's, just, it's like another two or three months, though. It's not a full year like Zoom and Ink were when they were announced.
2: Uh, no, no, but it's not uncommon for for it to be like that either.
0: All right, then. So let's look at some some questions from the twitters uh, because it's quite a quieter week. So so we'll see what they've what they've given us. Uh, so we'll start with a regular. We'll start with talking Superman. <laughs> because (laughs) because why not um if you were saying to give dc heroes and villains pets who and what
1: okay
0: ignoring who's already got pets i suppose
1: yeah there's already quite a lot of them yeah or are we giving them new pets too like another addition to the family
0: i mean you could give someone a new pet how many does damien need (laughs) yeah right he's already got like a dragon thing i think he's good (laughs)
2: the <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. dragon bat. You know, a what kid. was his name? Goliath. Goliath,
2: that's right. Hey, Goliath's dope. <laughs> he's got a cow, he's got a couple of dogs. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, I think Lex Luthor should have a goldfish. <sighs> I, know, I feel, like, I feel of like
2: Lex is a snake guy.
1: <laughs> he is. Uh,
0: uh, I just like the idea of Lex being really evil and maniacal, but then turning around to his little goldfish bowl. Like, did you know the, the captain from Police Academy? He always cared about his goldfish. Yeah. Right? That's what I want from Lex. I want scenes where he's just like, oh, there's my lovely little goldfish. Who's a good goldfish? You're a good goldfish. Like Destroy Superman! Who's a good goldfish? Who's a good goldfish? Not too much. Don't feed him
1: too much. Um... <laughs> I mean, Aqua Aqua Dog is already already, but I want more Aqua Dog. That was one of my favorite editions from the new Fifty Two. I think you
2: should have a sea lion. Yeah,
1: I I agree with that. <laughs> sea lions are great. I don't know if you know this, Connor, but those are like my favorite sea animals. I I didn't know that. No. <laughs> yeah, when we went to San Francisco uh, back in October, we went to the wharf where they all hang out, and I watched them for. 20 25 minutes just laughing my ass off people thought there was something wrong with me i'm sure
2: they were probably Uh, right
1: i love well yes but uh they're they're great yeah he he gets a a sassy sea lion constantly getting into scrambles getting into garbage you know
2: yeah yeah a a proper
0: sidekick
1: who can i give a raccoon to
0: oh green arrow obviously
1: <laughs> green arrow green arrow gets, Ollie gets a raccoon and they're constantly fighting uh, he's stealing arrows uh, those little hands <laughs> I love raccoons too raccoons up there
0: yeah okay. and and because of that Roy gets a badger
2: yeah badgers are vicious yeah
3: just
0: like Roy exactly it goes with his temperament Perfect.
2: I I think badgers are too vicious for Roy. <laughs> nah, Not
0: that it really matters because he's dead much, anyway.
2: Much much like a uh, honey
1: badger, he don't care. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, what give me? Wonder Woman really doesn't have too many
0: pets. Traditionally. I feel like Wonder Woman has a horse. She used to have a horse.
2: Yeah.
0: She was riding on the weekends yeah, with her her steed. She
2: had a, she like had a Pegasus, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. I want everyone appreciates a a a strong animal, you know, a dignified animal.
1: Yeah. Who else? Who else? Who else? (laughs) Guy Guy Gardner's a snake dude. Yeah. Guy Gardner definitely has. He's got a couple. He might have a business on the side where he sells them. (laughs) You know.
0: Red Hood can get a weasel.
1: Yeah. Like a ferret or like an actual weasel?
0: An actual weasel. He doesn't get a ferret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Jessica Cruz can have like a, a hamster.
0: Uh, I, okay, She's, I can see no, that. No, she has even an emotional no, no. no, she
1: has she has an emotional support dog. It's like a rescue, it's small.
2: No, see I think that's too big for you. Know, like even, even like a small dog. I think it's too big of a responsibility. I think she'd panic.
1: I know, and that's why the emotional support dog's there. They're, they're dogs that are trained to deal with that. You know, yeah,
2: but you, so. she starts smaller. She starts with a hamster. Uh, mm-hmm. um, no, but
1: then when the hamster dies, because hamsters only have a short lifespan, you're they are putting her way worse. Uh, you just get another one. Uh, I don't
0: know. Kate Man is a pirate that just says "hell yeah" like over <laughs> and over <laughs> again. Oh
1: yeah. You know, some of my favorite videos to watch on YouTube are cussing parrots.
3: That
0: <laughs> shit
1: <laughs> cracks is. me up. Uh, There's something primal. Like, there's this one particular cockatoo that has a really bad attitude.
0: <laughs> oh, Matt, what do you do with your time? <laughs> uh, I
1: know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know, like, I'm feeling down at work because so I don't want to be there. I'll just look up, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. I don't like the idea of Gorilla Grodd having a poodle. I don't know why. It's the image of him walking yeah. a poodle.
1: Gorilla no. Grodd has a pet human. <laughs> right. like, that's how twisted he is. I
0: don't know. Here's an idea. Why well, about he gets a, a pet turtle and calls the turtle human, so he can goes with his pet human that is called turtle.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: He strikes me as an ironic fellow.
1: Yes, he does. And then he laughs. <laughs> why doesn't Why doesn't Gorilla Grodd wear a top hat? He should have one
2: i thought that was that felt like set up to a joke no why doesn't gorilla Grodd wear a top hat
1: i'm just asking why
0: do you want to have a monocle as well i don't think anyone suggested it to him he used to he used to hear the suggestion and then once he's heard yeah. about it, he's like you know what i can't shake this idea that i should be wearing a top no. hat all the time
1: uh, oh my god he does this mental thing he's wearing <laughs> a top hat he's in everybody's mind oh my god i want this so bad
0: Alright, next question is from <laughs> at from Wilson 93 What DC comic would you give to JJ Abrams to write? Uh,
2: you yeah. mean JJ's son? Hell <laughs> oh, yeah, we should, we should talk about you know, the context of this question Yes, yeah, so
0: will set up for this one, yeah, because Marvel announced this week uh, that JJ Abrams and his son are going to be writing a, a Spider-Man comic of some sort
2: Yeah, people are really Solve. upset about this for Solve. some reason, Solve. and I don't get why Yeah yeah, I don't go, care. Oh, you oh, know, he's just got given a comic because hey, he's J.J. Am- so So many other directors and, yeah, hey, uh, and writers you know, of, of other hey, mediums have been given when, comics. When your name sells movies,
1: okay, you can write a comic book, too. Mm. Like that, He's not taking it away from anybody. It's not like any indie creator can just show up to Marvel and be like, I want
2: to write Spider-Man.
0: Yeah it's, write it's right not, yeah, it's not like he's taking Amazing like, Spider-Man or failing no. Neighborhood. It's a new Spider-Man book. It, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's,
2: it's a mini. It's not like... This was a Spider-Man book that existed that was, yeah. you know, up for grabs by anyone.
1: Like, I would love when Kevin Smith got announced to take over Daredevil, right? Which was a proper run.
2: Yeah.
1: I would love for that to exist now and see the amount of salt <sighs> there. And uh, like, I, guys.
2: I, I, I hate to bring it up, but uh... Joss just, just Whedon. Uh, yeah. yeah. For, uh, Astonishing X-Men. X-Men. yeah Astonishing. Again, proper run. This isn't even that. This is
1: J.J. and his son. Writing a mini, for it's Spider-Man. like five, a five-issue mini, I think. Yeah, like this is the same company that adapted the story from the video game in a
2: mini series. Can,
0: can we like, can, can we talk about the amazing fact that they, they put out like a countdown thing? Where it was like a web with a four, like a four-out yeah. web. And
2: everyone thought it was Spider-Man Four. Everyone
0: thought they were doing like a comic adaptation of the Spider-Man Four script or something like that. And then yeah. it was like then the next day it was like a three, and I was like, oh, they're just counting down. Was like, oh. <laughs> everyone was oh, yeah. everyone was all deflated it's immediately
2: because there was a. Alex Ross had a thing on Twitter with uh, you know like an image labeled Spider-Man Four that he then deleted after that mm. came out. And... See that that's something I would read from Marvel, like as an oh, adaptation I... of that. Just because that that
1: story that that you know the script has made its way around, I just it's something that I would like to see,
2: just in comic form, you
0: know. <sighs> I, I I do not feel attached enough to those movies, especially after rewatching them like a year or two ago.
2: Yeah, they're not great.
0: Yeah. They're
1: of a time, definitely. Like uh like like the first X-Men movies. Anyway, of a time.
0: To answer the question, which mm-hmm. DC character would you give to JJ Abrams to write?
2: Ideally none, because I'm actually not that big a fan. Um
1: no, I'm giving him to to I'm giving him Dick Grayson because how much can you mess that up now? <laughs> like jj produced uh alias right like mm-hmm. he can do he can do actiony fun stuff
0: so that's why yeah, you I give him silencer bring silencer, silencer back and cool. give silencer to jj and his silencer son
1: that's pretty cool i'm also he also did felicity so what what book could we give him that's like that it's like
0: <laughs> an arrow spinoff called
1: felicity <laughs> no not that that's an easy joke yeah um but just like a, a low key, like, <laughs> low key, this is what happens when they're not superheroing book.
0: Honestly, you know? like, he's, 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 his big thing is mysteries. Like, I feel like, like just a mystery mini of some kind would be yeah. the, the best thing for him.
1: The question!
0: Oh, and there you we go. never
1: get an answer because <laughs> it's all about the mystery box.
0: There you go. Yeah. There you go. We I ask the perfect answer, we're not going to top that. Uh, so, because uh, that is, uh, with Curse of the White Knight starting next month, is there any mini-series or Elseworld stories you wish had gotten a sequel?
2: Good question. Let's
1: think, let's think, let's think. I haven't read too many Elseworlds. I know the concepts, but I haven't read them
2: too much. <sighs> I've, I've read a good few. The problem is the ones that I have read have quite good endings that I don't necessarily yeah. want more from them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I because like,
1: well, I, like, I, I wouldn't mind more Red Sun but you do like you know I just finished Supergirl, do like a Red Daughter.
2: Yeah, the, how is the the God ending goes. of Red Sun is so perfect for what that story is. They like I don't it. like it. I, yeah, I, I don't
0: I've like actually it. got a good answer. I've got an easy answer for this. Uh, yeah. I, I want being super too. Yeah, that's
1: a good one.
0: Supergirl being super was super fantastic. Two. And that, that and while it had a good ending, is it's definitely open for doing the next stage of our life. Like it's definitely Yeah open yeah. for Definitely
1: that. and give her an alien friend. Uh give her Starfire and Tamaki and this is just that's what I'm not Starfire is.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, can we just it's get I'm not Starfire too already? It's, it's a it, no, 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 no. no. What
0: we don't understand is I am, not, I am Not Starfire is a Supergirl story. That's why it's called I Am Not Starfire, because Supergirl yeah, as, yeah. In, is, in fact, not Starfire. Not
1: Starfire. <laughs> as Pete would recognize. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's Only a when it's gives them a hint. Yeah. Nah, um, being super, too, would be really cool. Or, or, I mean, a spiritual sequel. So something like being super, but with a different, like, give us a Cassandra Kane kind of. Uh, being super mm. you know her trying to adjust you know in Gotham and whatnot. not that, that'd be cool I like spiritual sequels a, a bit more than than uh,
2: direct sequels it depends on the context all the time doesn't it yeah but there are times where it has a neat ending and it feels like okay the sequel is now just for the sake of having a sequel yeah um well
1: i mean but then then you have the you know the red rain and batman nosferatu style where they just continue the story yeah or um gotham by gaslight they did a uh uh hp lovecraft inspired uh what was it something like gates of madness or something a, a
0: good spiritual one would be a uh, batman creature of the night to secret identity uh which I still haven't actually yeah. went back and read that yet because the scheduling just made it impossible mm-hmm. to keep up with. But um, I love Secret Identity, and what I read of uh, yeah. Creature of the Night was really good.
1: Yeah. You know, I wouldn't mind a Green Lantern one of that, and it's him about a, a test pilot during that era. So basically just an adaptation of First Man. You know, <laughs> in comic form, I guess.
2: Yeah. <laughs> much. First yeah. Man with Green how, Lantern Honestly, how
1: much, how much would a Green Lantern ring crouching down during the space race how much would that change the world? You know, if we if you do that same kind of thing, where it's it's this so concept in the real set world, in the
2: real world, yeah. Like, I don't know that.
1: I, I mean, I said it as a joke initially, but that's
2: something I would read. Yeah, hmm. me too. would yeah. sound pretty good. Ideally, with a better font choice than Creature of the Night, because yes. I couldn't make it through a page of that. Yeah.
0: All right, uh, at carved Nelson uh, or underscore Nelson rather. Uh, in anticipation for the return of the Legion, what are your favorite Legion stories and eras? Uh, Silver Age, Levitts. Five years later, the reboot DNA. Uh, you know, Legion Lost. Uh, any specific stories from any era? Uh, so uh, he's about I mean, to read. He's about to read the Great Darkness saga, yeah, which he's heard good things that's, about. That,
1: that's the one.
0: Um, you. I can answer this one because oh. I've not read any Legion. <laughs> so yeah. So
1: so I I'm primarily a three boot guy that's where my love for the legion came so you could start there uh it's a nice fresh these are the concepts this is how they're interpreting it for this um but uh john's's work through the lightning saga uh and superman and the legion of superheroes yeah that's that's also a great take on these classic concepts
2: Um, that that was the that was the story i was going to bring up because that's I mean, it, it's not only my, my favorite Legion story, it's also one of my favorite Superman stories. I, I love that yeah, book. It's a good one. That ending, I'm not
1: going to spoil the ending, but when you get to the last page turn and you see what Sorry. happened, and you're just like, uh, this is when Johns was firing on all cylinders. Yeah. And, like, just uh, him and Frank doing Superman.
2: It's a dream it team parent, isn't it?
1: Yeah, right? So, yeah. but no, yeah, I would start. Lightning Saga is one of my favorite stories, and it's a JLA-JSA crossover and it gets really into the history of the legion as well so it serves as a one of those great i if you're not that familiar like pete it's a nice starting point and you can kind of branch off um I'm not too familiar with the dna legion that's one that's a blind spot of mine that i'd like to go back and read
0: give him a year mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so give him some time um all right from uh, uh that scott Revels, uh gotham city monsters is set to team up monsters from throughout dc if you were given the opportunity to create a monster team book with monsters from all formats of literature and pop culture what would be on your team uh, i feel it, it, like
2: matt is ready set with yeah. an answer for this he's
0: added you need at least five members i mean don't give us rules <laughs>
2: So we're so so we're we're pulling them from other
1: pop culture things.
0: Yeah, this is not DC right? monsters. I mean, I guess no. theoretically so you could include DC monsters, like, but no. like
1: League, right? this is like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, kinda, but with monsters.
2: Sure. Yeah. I I feel like you just gave me too much choice. Yeah.
0: My problem is, that I really want to include Godzilla, but he's much bigger than everyone else would be.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, you make him the Hail Mary. Yeah. You make it like. Like, oh man, stuff's going sideways. He, he's the
0: nuclear option. Like, you know, that's who you yeah. call in when things are that dire. Yeah, he's the yeah, nuclear yeah, option. Yeah, yeah, uh, As for the rest, um, for comic relief, I'd have the Invisible Man from the nineteen thirty three movie. Sure. Right. He, he's my comic relief. He's kind of he's a wild card kind of guy. Um, I'd maybe. This is hard. I, I narrowed this down that's in my too head. Too much
2: choice, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm
1: I'm going with a with a type, more of an archetype that I I'm uh, I want like a, a Indiana Jones, like Brendan Fraser's character from uh, The Mummy. He's like he's like the handler, like.
0: Uh, uh, okay, I was gonna say he's not a second. monster, but no, okay, he's, he's
2: your Amanda Waller.
1: Yeah, 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 he's the Steve Trevor, if you will, you know. Um. And then I, I want a dc character but i can't think of a monster off the top of my head that hasn't i was like not already there you know because killer croc's on that team frankenstein's on that team
0: if i was picking a dc character it'd be swamp thing
1: yeah but he's already in just like dark i want to i want to i want to fresh <laughs> there oh, it's andrew bennett's on the monster team i was like bennett is a vampire yeah. But to put some kind of werewolf on there because you get good drama out of a werewolf, like. Well, I mean, sure,
2: you do once a month.
1: Yeah. Well, no, it, I mean, you you got to change werewolf floor a little bit, you know. It, oh. It's a controlled versus the non-controlled.
0: The the straight no nonsense monster is the predator. So you got a predator, invisible man, Godzilla's a nuclear option. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I see. So thought, I have an adventure. I have a werewolf. I'm gonna throw a Frankenstein's monster in there, but make him not so much Hellboy, right? Not like uh, the current DC version. He he's my comic relief, and he's the one that loses an arm. Say, like, oh, I'll get another one. You know, um, he gets blown up halfway through. And we think that's the end, and they end up putting him back together.
2: Uh, I'll tell you what I want for comic relief: uh, the monstrous bunny from uh, the Holy Grail.
1: Tis a flesh wound. Yeah.
2: No, not that guy. No, no, that's that's the black knight. There's the the black bunny knight. in the cave, which is you know the the, the most monstrous yeah. thing in all the realm. Oh yeah.
0: Things oh. brilliant.
1: Yep. I want a dragon on the team too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was I was just gonna say for air support, I'm gonna take Q the winged serpent. Uh,
1: I want a I I want a dragon of some kind. No, not too big. Just like, you know, it's a little dragon. Yeah. <laughs> and what else? What else? I got a werewolf. I got a Frankenstein. I got an adventurer. Um, now, oh, man. I could instead. said, I guess what about a dragon for Gilman, right? From, uh, from Black Lagoon.
0: Yeah, sure. And then to lead the team, I'd maybe put in someone like Angel you know, a sensible <laughs> monster at the, at the core.
2: <laughs> I think that's kind of the equivalent to Matt's, you know, Indiana Jones yeah.
0: type. Yeah. Hey, no, if, if Dracula can count as a monster, and I think in this context it does, the name yeah. can count as a monster.
2: Yeah, I didn't say he didn't. I said, in, you know, okay, I was sure. just saying that's kind of what Matt's done with yeah, his adventurer, to, to be the handler. Yeah. yeah. He's almost <laughs> like,
1: in my story, he starts off super precious against the monsters. I don't like you. I spent my time killing you. And now he has to work with him, and he ends up becoming friends.
0: I'm just imagining, like, uh, the, uh, the, <laughs> like, the scene from Avengers, like, just after the form for the first time, and, like, mm-hmm. Cap's dishing out orders. I'm just imagining Angel now dishing out orders to, like, Godzilla and <laughs> Invisible Man and Predator <laughs> and cure the way like Serpent.
1: <laughs> Godzilla just goes rogue and nukes Angel because <laughs> fire kills vampires. Ugh.
0: Instead of Hulk and Hulk smashes and Godzilla uh, breathe <laughs> Atomic Godzilla. breath yeah.
2: Just Godzilla, just walk yeah. Just go oh, walk over there, there. <laughs> And
1: for my fifth member if, if Pete gets Godzilla I'm taking Kong
0: <laughs> I'm oh, surprised obviously. that wasn't
2: your first choice yeah. to be honest with you, yeah. you no, I mean that was but I didn't want to You know, you didn't want to be that much of a self-parody yeah.
0: I have no yeah. problem in a self-parody <laughs> No,
2: no and, yeah, then, and
0: a
1: Jones King Cog a werewolf and for a
0: <laughs> bonus 6th member essentially the slipknot of the team in case we have to kill someone off is Dan Didio. yeah
2: <laughs> fair enough a bigger monster than them all yeah
0: yes. <laughs> there um, we go beautiful and I did mention Swamp Thing if I'm having a DC character I'll throw in Swamp Thing as well I have the, the big hearty monster who's got you know a bit more of a soul to him um no pun intended. Having already picked Angel, has Cora got no picks? I
2: don't know. I'm not too. Yeah, I, I like all the ones you've said. I don't know if I've got any more past that. Yeah, we talked about having you know a dragon, you know. A, a like, you, if, if we're out. limiting
1: them to DC characters though, not from all of pop culture, who do you really go with? That you can't like, you know.
0: I don't think I could avoid who's already in teams because I, I think I'd have yeah. to have Swamp Thing. I think I'd have to have. Uh, Pro- probably probably like, now Man Bat, given how good Man Bat was in. I'd probably put yeah, Clayface, yeah, maybe. I don't know.
1: Yeah, he yeah. Is, uh, stretches as a monster. Borderline. line. Yeah. yeah, I would have. I'd say and I've had Clayface as my Frankenstein character. He's the kind of comic relief one. That's. that's I could see you know. That. Yeah, and I'd, I'd have blue Blue Devil. Um.
2: I'd
0: have Zatanna. How can you not? Uh,
2: mm. I felt like we're stretching the the, the yeah, realms of what counts as a monster. Yeah, Zatanna's yeah. not
0: a monster. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to that one slide. Uh, nah.
1: Oh yeah, that's the handler role
2: there. Like,
0: sure, sure. You Matt's know. making up his own rules. Like, oh, there's got to be a handler. Like I can have a regular there's character because there's a handler. I've
2: read enough. To be fair, I read in, enough monster in, stuff. In the current team, Frankenstein is kind of the handler.
0: He's also yeah, a monster. He's though. also a
2: monster. Yeah, but he, he is. Okay, you know, all right. Kind of the agent I, I got
1: animal. you. That's fine, Zentana. But she's also a werewolf. Done. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that might be the most mad answer possible.
0: Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, so that's a
2: shirt. Zentana, but a werewolf.
0: We'll move on. So from S B Exorcist uh, Seven, S he asked like four or five questions. I'm going to do two of them. i'm going to do two of them. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, one which is DC related one which is not I think we'll, we'll end with a non-DC question just for the, the fun shenanigans of it uh, but uh, what are your thoughts on the conflicting continuity shown in Doomsday Clock and then Justice League regarding the crisis events uh,
2: we kind of touched on this it's, was it last week it's the metaverse uh, yeah it's the metaverse versus the multiverse like it's you know yeah they're, they're kind of not conflicting because of the yeah. way the metaverse is established yeah
0: um, yeah, the metaverse kind of has like basically this ironclad set of rules that kind of protects it from ever feeling like it's contradicting anything because it's it's by by its, its just nature. Just above everything else. Yeah, it, it's saying that it no no it it changes and every time it changes that's been part of the metaverse and the rest of the multiverse might might react to it but the multiverse still exists in different states at different times depending on what the metaverse is doing. But
2: and I would say that that follows true because even it will talk about it in this week's Justice League. You know they talk about how things in their universe have affected the others, mm-hmm. and they don't use the word metaverse, of course, but no. uh, it's there. It does, it does feel like they're acknowledging the concept. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I don't think they're as contradictory as it might have seemed at first.
3: Hmm.
0: All right, then. So we'll, we'll wrap up. Then same same question. Error. <laughs> Sweet exorcist <laughs> seven. Uh, what is the best horror movie each of you have seen in the last 10 years? Mine is Eden Lake.
2: Does this have a something i watched
0: watched yeah. for the first time in the last 10 years? I think this came out in the last 10 years. Oh, okay. Um, Which, to be fair, I think Eden Lake's actually just slightly out of that that uh, scale now that I'm thinking about. I'm fairly sure Eden Lake was 2008, so we're actually over 10 years from that now, funnily enough.
2: Um, check. Yeah, you're right. 2008.
0: Um... Uh, for, I mean, my answer is easy enough. It's, it follows. So I'll have to oh, think yeah. about it.
1: Yeah,
0: oh, I was going to go with that as well. Damn it!
1: This is good.
0: Unless, <laughs> unless this thing happens to make it within this ten-year period. Yeah.
2: Damn it's just out.
0: Oh, was it like the eight one in? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that to I was. I wasn't sure if it was eight or nine. I knew it was like on that border I was like hey if, if he could have Eden Lake I can have like the right one in
1: yeah
2: I like the, years invitation.
0: Or so. <laughs> the invitation watched, oh, the invitation invitation's good I
2: watched that on Pete's Pete's recommendation
1: and I like that one I, I sat down my wife and had her watch it so I've seen it a couple times now and it, it holds up every viewing Um, shoot I had one I can't think of it it, it was in the vein of it follows it's like one of these newer ones that come out that's more abstract.
0: You to have to narrow it down a bit for me. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I know. How recent are we talking? Like last two it's, years? Yeah, two three years. When did it follows come out, Pete? It's twenty from-
1: Yeah, so it's from there up.
2: <laughs> right, we got four years to play with, Pete, to yeah. try and guess the movie.
0: Yes, um, we got.
2: It's abstract, like it follows, which abstract. isn't really that abstract.
1: I mean, it's very abstract. There's a very dreamlike state. Throughout, it follows. Like that was the whole point of the movie. What do I call yeah, that? Abstract, though. To me, that's abstract. Like that's, it's a concept brought to life through film. Like that's a pretty straightforward
0: right? narrative. So I wouldn't call it abstract.
1: Oh, also, we have different definitions of, or maybe I just <laughs> use it wrong. So I'm gonna keep using it like
2: that. We
0: have different definitions of abstract. That is an abstract that's, statement. That's
2: really going to help us narrow down this movie now,
0: isn't it? <laughs> I mean, Matt didn't love Hereditary, so I don't think it's that he's talking about.
2: No, that movie. Oh, man, I do want to see Midsummer's though. Midsummer. Yeah. Um, I-, I didn't love Hereditary either,
0: though, to be fair. Nah. Let's see. Well, it's oh, what else the last few years? Um, I loved Happy Death Day for the rest. I'm just going to throw out some more ones that I really like from the last few All years. Right,
1: so it's not the one I was talking about, but I did love Don't Breathe. Don't breathe no, my was, kind. That was now. enjoyable. Uh, that's my kind. Pack um... <sniffs>
2: it in. I'm try to see if there's any. Uh, quiet place is real good. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: quiet place was 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 very good. Um... You know what? I'll just I'll make my leafies. easy. I'll just go in my letter box. That's get... what I'm doing. I'm just checking the last. Yeah, one go go
2: through those. Videos, see if I
1: can. What we do in the shadows doesn't count, right?
0: No, I wouldn't count that as a horror movie. I mean, it's a horror comedy, yeah. sure, but not.
1: I love that one though. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um,
1: get I out, I swear, I Get out.
2: Obviously, I yeah. Think... These are the more obvious ones, I think.
1: Maybe you know? my brain was thinking of the Babadook, but I didn't love that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh i really like insidious one things. i love insidious oh that's
1: yeah, the great yeah okay i have mine of the last 10 years right
0: yeah
1: last 10 years is cabin in the woods
0: They're i do love cabin in the woods yeah. in the woods i do love that as well uh, uh shout out to your next uh i was doing? such a pleasant you're surprise when i saw that um also darling oh i like darling a lot yeah
1: did I watch that for the show, Pete? No. Nah. Okay, so like
0: yeah, you did remember this yeah. one, Matt. It was really our house.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the one, no, what was the one about the, not the babysitter, but there was a girl that was babysitting and she's doing bad stuff with the kids. I remember we watched that for 121.
0: No, no that was a Screams episode. That was because, uh, oh God, it was like. Uh, did em- someone
1: know show and I had to.
0: I yeah, just volunteered to like guess, but it was like uh-huh. uh, Emily, I think the name of the movie was.
1: I think so. Yeah, I that's like nice one.
0: Yeah, I think I think that was a um, a girl who walks alone home alone at night. Uh, yeah, really, Same. really good movie. Um, I think House of the Devil just squeaks into this ten-year period, so yeah. I'll mention that as well.
1: That's that's probably my favorite of his movies.
0: Uh, if you actually want a good found footage movie to watch, I would recommend Creep. Yeah. It's very yeah. good.
1: Yeah. Oh, Creep. Creep is good. Creep 2 is good too, but not as good.
0: Yeah, Creep 2 is solid, um, but it's not as good as Creep 1.
1: Yeah. Those are good ones. Um, I do like the first Conjuring. I wouldn't put it on the best like it doesn't break the top 5. No. Right? But I do enjoy it.
0: I actually like Conjuring two more than one, but like again, yeah, I wouldn't we, put it. we've in, had we have this yeah.
1: co- discussion offline a couple of weeks ago.
0: I I am Team Insidious over over Conjuring. Oh, oh me too.
2: Definitely. Oh, me too. Yeah. Oh, that's I uh, feel I like seen weirdly the last, though. The last Insidious. we're kind of in the minority on that though. I know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, a lot of people seem to really, really love um, I, I, Conjuring more.
2: Insidious has this campy, fun side tone to it, mm-hmm. that's well, just... it. It
1: starts off as one thing. And I remember the trailer for it that used to play before. Like, it wasn't an official trailer, but like when you're sitting at the movies and then playing the commercials, and it was just Insidious is. Insidious is. And it seemed like I'm like, oh, I'm not going to the theater to see that. That's too scary. <laughs> right? And then when we finally sat down to watch it at a friend's house for Halloween – it stops being that eerie, creepy movie and becomes a fun ghost-like hunting kind of movie. It, yeah, there's so and much, m- there's so much
0: mythology that in that movie, but it does have some good scares yeah. as well. There's a really like no. jump scares can can be annoying, but there's some actually really mm-hmm. impressive little jump scares in that movie.
2: I see. The, it also the, has some great design work. Mm. Yeah, the the back window one.
1: My room yep. is set up like that at mm-hmm. my old house. I get
0: goosebumps
1: just thinking about it. Like <laughs> His
0: you just voice see them is walking back, and, back and forth. Yeah. Oh no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a great scene. Um, no, I love Insidious. Um, I can't believe that's like, you
2: know,
0: like what eight years old or something like that
2: already. 20, 2011, right? Yeah, I think so. Twenty eleven. Oh yeah, the follows
0: oh, is good. Nah, Your mic. Nah. the Insidious goats are in the make. They're coming for Matt. <laughs> um.
1: You know, it follows is really good. That's another one that uh, on, on Old 121 where uh, we would review just movies that we watched. I remember Pete talking about it. And I told my wife, I'm like, hey, you wanna go see the scary movie? Oh, was that pre screams? I yeah. guess it
0: was. I guess it was pre screams. Like, oh I got an yeah, so, to really watch it.
1: So the old the old <laughs> format of one twenty one was much more like this show, but for movies. So we would talk about news, what we'd watched. And then we'd go to a topic.
0: Yeah, the other and, shows are kind of becoming that because we're going to start doing yeah. m- news on the on screens like horror movie news. Yeah, so, so they're kind of forming back into podcasts in a, in a lot of ways. But
1: yeah, and so I remember him talking about this movie, and you know, it's very stylistic and uh, and whatnot. And it was you said it reminds you of Carpenter.
0: Oh, it a does. Lot. Yeah.
1: And so I was like, all right, I got to see this. And so we went, and it was it was worth it. Like Pete, Peter sent me like. I joke at his expense a lot, but Pete has set me down the right road for horror. More so than, and I love Tim, don't get me wrong, but. Tim would have you watch The Boy. Yes, t-
0: and I still have it. T- t- Tim, Tim, this very week, right? Just a few days ago, he on the streams after midnight Twitter put, put up his horror Mount Rushmore, where he had crudely photoshopped the faces of Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, and Jason Voorhees on Mount Rushmore. But and if you're if you're dear listeners, you're thinking to yourself, but there's four faces on Mount Rushmore. Do you want to know who the fourth face on Mount Rushmore was? hmm do you, you have a guess any clues maybe it was brams from the boy not Leatherface. not pinhead not not norman bates not any of these characters not, not jason
1: again as i would do it <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my favorite part of that was i'm getting ready to go to bed and i and i check our chat that we're we're yeah. we talking and, and he goes hey hey pete can uh can just anybody change the, the the cover photo in the Facebook group? And I knew exactly where it was going. I was
2: on I was on a recording with Pete at the time yeah. as I came through, and I went, "He wants to put that up there." And Pete was like, "No, I can't. He obviously he doesn't have permission to do that. He's asking for one of his other pages." and no. then as it went on it became very clear you know, he yeah. wants to put that there.
1: No, because it I was said... the most charlie day tim has ever been because i actually i moment.
0: described to him how to do it if you just hover over the photo it'll come up in the corner saying change photo and he says it's not working for me i can't do it and i'm like wait are you try to change our facebook group no no, no you, you don't have permission to do this, that do you know what? this
2: uh, happened this was when we were drunk watching uh uh gotham it was that night, so I was already kind of out of it when this was happening, which made it all the funnier.
0: Right, and then, like, 20 minutes later, he decided to then do a sequel post on on the Screams After Midnight at Screams Midnight. If you liked us talking about horror movies for the last, like, 10 minutes, like, me and Tim talk about horror movies every week. Check check out Screams After Midnight. Um, but, 20 minutes later, he did a sequel post, and it was a Statue of Liberty, but with the leprechaun head. Uh... In place of the of, he of the he has liberty. an
1: entire thread. Go to at Tim Vargulish <laughs> on Twitter. He has an entire thread about how much Leprechaun means to him. <laughs> I don't know if it's sincere or not.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let you in It's a, a little preview of an upcoming streams after because we, we record them a little bit in advance. So we're you know we've got a few episodes banked. So it'll be a little, it'll be like another couple of months before this goes up. But we just recorded the Leprechaun 2 review uh, last week, and I want to say this, it may be one of the funniest reviews we have ever done, because every single t- time something came up in that movie that was really stupid, Tim would sit there with a straight face and say why it was genius, and why why it defied like storytelling conventions, uh, and then uh, I'd have to sit uh, there and...
2: This is the most
0: Tim <laughs> thing ever. I, I love, love it.
1: it. I'm telling you, one of the first times I hung out with him, I could not tell if he was joking or not. He is that good.
2: <laughs> and he I has still a brilliant tell, poker face, doesn't he?
1: He does. <laughs> My favorite was we're eating dinner, Mario, Tim, some other friends. We just spent all day at WonderCon. Mario's trying to bully me into going to New York uh, Comic Con in the fall. And he looks straight faced to Mario and goes, Hey, Mario, is it true that they moved the con to the head of the Statue of Liberty?
0: <laughs> that is such a Tim line
1: it is uh, yeah. so he also asked uh, <sighs> Stu if he could look out his window to check the time and look at Big Ben so <laughs> yeah.
0: which for the record Stuart our friend does not live in it's... London just for the record no. <laughs> so,
1: and if he did he went near close enough to Parliament that he could check the time yeah. on Big Ben <laughs>
0: Look out the window, one of the the first things Tim I ever said to me, this has become a Tim podcast apparently, but uh, one of the first things he ever said to me, the dumb Tim question that he asked, was he asked if I had plumbing, and if they had to go outside to use the toilet, (laughs) and I'm like Tim what do you think every other country's like stuck in like the the 40s, like what the No no he just
2: thinks that about Scotland. (laughs) Yeah. You know, Stu
1: did get to him and told him that you were trainers in the house. So he had to see how, how civilized you are.
2: I love that in the, in the timestamps for the show, there's going to be a section now that isn't talking about Tim. <laughs> this
0: is the spotlight. On. I, I love
2: the, the idea that there's a lot of the audience have never checked out streams after midnight and
0: have mm. no idea who Tim is.
2: Tim,
1: Tim is a character. Uh, that's even better. Yeah, that's
0: why we love Tim Yeah, it, you're t- missing out. In t- Tim's away on his honeymoon for three weeks. I mean, it's actually just yeah. over two weeks, but in terms of recording days for streams, it's, it's three weeks. So he's he's gone for for three weeks, and he he pulled this stupid Photoshop thing right before he leaves. So this is this is the revenge. He becomes the topic of of ridicule. Oh, it's fine. On this he show, he does. Uh,
1: to tie it into comics, he does have Goatman comics. Uh, look for some new releases soon. I've seen uh, some of the stuff he has uh, in the Pike, and it's very good. And uh, not Wait. very good for Tim, but actually very good.
0: And the Pike? You mean so... in the pipe and the pipe Lane?
1: Yeah, down down the Turnpike.
0: Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> i'm with you on this one pete yeah Yeah. i I don't know if that's a a, a thing that people say in connection to that that common saint or if matt just was able to bullshit his way out of that mistake (laughs) so easily oh
1: down the turnpike that's that's a a thing okay it's this weird back east it's a toll road they call it a turnpike okay so it's become a i guess an idiom oh okay
2: That is right down coming down the turnpike it's a thing.
1: Just so because I have a different definition of abstract. Now I say yeah, it's going to be
0: questioned. Well, you've got all these abstract sayings and phrases okay. that I've never heard before. Oh, dear.
1: Now i got to find out what I should use instead
2: of abstract.
0: <laughs> so people can understand what I'm trying to say. It's it's ethereal. ethereal. Yeah, I think ethereal is what you yeah, were going maybe. for.
2: Maybe Hypnotic, uh, dreamlike, you know, any of these.
0: I like ethereal. Not,
2: not abstract. Ethereal is probably the best one. I started strong though.
0: No, it was all downhill from there.
1: Oh, these yeah, well. are none none of these words I would use for abstract, that the <laughs> that Google's giving me.
0: <laughs> What's us give it you
1: <laughs> synonyms, uh, existing. So what it, its proper definition is existing in thought or as an idea, but not having a physical or concrete existence. So I theoretical is right, but then you get to intellectual, and academic. Those are not how no. I would use abstract.
0: Yeah. No. So. Yeah. There you go. Well, that.
1: Symbolic. That, that's that's, when I how I use it. So.
0: <laughs> <sighs> well, um, I guess that'll wrap up questions. Because mm. I know everyone was looking forward to the uh, the Tim talk. Tim <laughs> talk. Tim talk. It's like a sure. TED
1: talk, but
2: <laughs> but was <what?
1: laughs> Yes, I didn't want to say it. I'm glad Connor did. Oh, Timmy.
0: Oh. Uh... Dear. Joy, actually, just one final thing, Joey also tweeted this week, his, his dog was in some sort of thing where the dog <laughs> got a diploma at the end of it, so it, it, there's a photo of him and the wife of the dog and they're all happy, Or you know, he's like, my son graduated, we're proud parents, and then and, and to me says, none of your stupid cats have degrees. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I missed that part. <laughs> He's right. There's a follow-up tweet, and for those keeping score, I now have two dogs with diplomas, while Uber89 has three cats that still shit in a box. <laughs>
3: <laughs> to which I, much I responded,
0: "Yeah, too much I'm I so responded." What's what's the damn major? I want I want I want I want some <laughs> backup evidence. I want to know what the major is. I'm going to quiz those stupid dogs on their on their career path all right uh as someone
1: that has hung out with these dogs they are very smart dogs pete so you're gonna be surprised when it's, <laughs> you know
2: oh i'm going to raise I, I some don't, calculus it was high enough resolution to read the no. to read to read the certificate no
0: Oh my God! Oh, my, you're is, I didn't know that second part
1: of the tweet existed. Oh
0: yeah, it just made my day. Like yeah. that's,
1: my day is now better because of this.
0: Oh, your dog can jump over a pole. Good for
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> Me dad plays using a cat box. Like it's not the best invention in the world. I know. You know when we walk my dogs, I have to bend over and pick up their crap. I know with, the cats a, take care of themselves. A, the small baggy wrapped around my head. My cat, I just go, scoop, Litter Genie. Scoop, Litter Genie. Done.
0: (laughs) Well, then, I guess we should probably talk about this week's comics. Uh, We will start off with Batman 73, which is Tom King writing with Michael Yannon on the art. And uh, Thomas Wayne, Flashpoint Batman, is dragging Bruce through the desert. Um... On a horse. On a horse.
1: Singing Home on the Range, which I didn't realize there was more words to.
0: <laughs>
1: that was just the first verse, and that was it. Nope. Uh, apparently. And he comes in during the second verse. That, that's where we first come in. Mm. So, uh,
0: yeah, that's what confused me. I don't know the song well enough to have noticed any of this, to yeah. be honest. It was just kind of... there. I mean, you
1: hear it in, like, old westerns. They're whistling it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, so basically... Uh, he's dragging Bruce through a desert Bruce is unconscious Bruce eventually wakes up puts his cowl on and is kind of just like yeah let's go and he's dragging a coffin and he reveals towards the end or he realises towards the end that uh, does Bruce that, that Martha's in the coffin because Thomas wants to throw her in a, in a Lazarus pit and uh, have a happy family again uh, now, and then the book can, just correct me if I'm oh. wrong mm-hmm.
2: w- wasn't flashpoint Martha um a little bit jokery.
0: She was she was indeed, yes.
1: Which is why he wants her back. Right? This all makes sense story wise. Okay? It is sound story wise.
2: I don't like it though. If, I don't know if, if it is sound story wise because people come out you know, even worse after being in a Lazarus pit.
0: Is it his Martha though? Do we know if it's no, like this world's Martha it's, or.
2: It's this world's Martha. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh I hate that more. Bru- yeah.
1: <laughs> that's what I mean by story wise, soundly character motivations and, and King plotting this from the be Like, if you look, the whole Bane and Bruce relationship was told through the mothers. Remember that issue mm-hmm. where it was comparing yeah. and Bruce had the, the whole narration of him talking to mother and, you know, all of this and whatever. And then you bring in Flashpoint Batman and his whole hang up with against his Joker, you know, was because because Bruce died right in Flashpoint. Yeah, and Martha becomes Joker, and there's that whole a very good uh, Brian Azrello mini from Flashpoint. Oh, that's very good, yeah. If you haven't read it, like go go and check it out. Oh, it's very good, too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this is what this whole thing's been building to. That if this is what I think it means, and correct me if I'm wrong that the thing that would change Batman for generations is the revival of the Waynes?
0: Well, one of them at least.
1: Well, I can see... So what, we're going to bring Martha back and then kill off Flashpoint Batman? I can... Because there's no way he goes back to Flashpoint.
0: I think we have to kill off Flashpoint Batman to an extent. Yeah? Uh, Or force him back because he's unhinged. Force
2: him back to what? It it got wiped from existence by Manhattan.
1: So that's what I'm okay, saying. Okay, sure. He can't go back. So either Thomas hangs around, and we have the Waynes back, well, or Martha comes back because you can't just bring them back and then have them and then kill them off again. Well, that doesn't change Batman for a generation. Oh, no, it doesn't. No, we've had those stories before. I, I, I
0: don't think we But know? Thomas has to be an Arkham. He's a complete nut job. He's, that's that's Thomas psychotic.
2: <laughs> he is. But I can see what Matt says. Okay, if we've got Martha back. And then, oh, yeah. Thomas plays the, you know, plays the role of being, you know, this world's Thomas Wayne and, and kind of, mm-hmm. mm, uh. Because we've had
1: these stories where, where Bruce goes an alternate reality and, and has his parents, blah, blah, blah. I mean, there was a whole, you know, uh, what
2: was it? Superman, mm-hmm. Batman. I mean, even earlier this. in this run, the, the, the booster yeah. story is kind yeah. of a look yeah. at that. Uh,
1: again, story sound wise, it's all adding up. And I, I applaud King to this for being able to to keep it close. And I had no idea this is where this was going. And I don't think a sword's coming. I think this is the thing. I am going to go on the record. The thing that he had to go pitch is the Waynes. That said, if they come back, I don't have to worry about watching them die in movies again.
0: I, I, I want you know? everyone to note down the timestamp and the episode that Matt said that on for later clippage because it may yes. be very useful. Here's <laughs> the thing
2: he might be right (laughs)
3: because
1: what else like let's let's what else could change batman it's not it's not him getting married it's not gonna be like he's not killing bruce at the end of
0: this what
1: else would change batman for a generation besides the revival
2: of the waynes well, one of them. Again, I'm, I'm, not
0: jo- I'm not counting. Ca- I'm not counting Thomas. I also said Jonathan there. I'm not counting Thomas <laughs> dude, Wayne.
2: Well, just because they both got him off it's
0: Yeah, just both got Jonathan. <laughs> I, I'm not because ca- again, it's the rival. It Jonathan one.
2: Wayne,
0: and then it clicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just a 2nd I I'm not uh, Like, I feel like okay, maybe he'll pretend to be this world uh, t- uh, Thomas. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. He he. I imagine the story would have to be Martha like slowly realizing that this isn't her Thomas, right? And that that would have to be a plot point. And like mm-hmm. I, I think ultimately what you could if this isn't what's going to happen, I think ultimately what you're saying is is that this is the story of how Batman gets his mummy back. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's and it's very Freudian that way, right? Like it's very all all boys have a want for their mother, and I don't like that aspect of Batman, you know. Uh, and I don't like how much. Emphasis it puts on the wains when Alfred's been there the whole time, you know.
2: Um, well, that's so. why he doesn't need Thomas because he's got Alfred, yeah, but he also doesn't need Martha. No, he doesn't. This is terrible, so, and if, yeah, if this is the route that he goes down, there is very little it can do to. And I'm
0: wondering how this plays in me on with that,
2: board with that.
1: Batman, Catwoman, you know, like,
0: <laughs> yeah here's the thing I, I can think of potential things that could happen I, mean, I don't necessarily like the idea of martha being brought back to life because comic book no. stupidity right but yeah. if i'm thinking about potential things we could do after that like yeah well, we could do something maybe interesting where martha almost feels alienated because of how close bruce and alfred are like she's you not know, been here this whole time and they have this special parenting you know child bond Wait, and,
1: and when she revives, she's gonna be revived at her age she died so That's there's true. a chance that batman's gonna be older than her his mother yeah. So they like she's gonna age up.
0: So it's prime for 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 the incest, is what you're saying?
1: No, I'm not saying that at all. But a, you know, Dick does need a new girlfriend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, Bruce, I am dating your mother. You all deal with that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah,
2: in a roundabout way, his his kind of grandmother.
0: Yes, yeah. kind of.
2: Hey, Futurama.
3: <laughs>
1: you know, plays his own grandpa. Yeah. Time travel shenanigans. Oh,
0: but, uh, I don't know. The biggest thing that stuck out to me about this issue is I really felt like not a lot happened, and then it kind of ended no. just very suddenly.
1: It it took me, like, so this is the first thing I read on, on Wednesday morning. Download my comics, you know, waiting for work to start. It usually takes me a couple times to read them because then, you know, it's time to get up and go to work. No, nah, man, I had this done in, like, a couple minutes.
2: Yeah, and I, I I got to the end and didn't realize it was at the end, so I, I clicked on the next, I didn't see the to be continued, mm-hmm. so I just clicked next page. <laughs> and, an and I was like, oh, 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 that was it. Wait, hang on, I should go back and see, what the hell was that final line? Because I didn't feel like a final line.
0: No. Yeah. No, it really didn't. I, It was kind of just an underwhelming issue, and, like, I I kind of like the idea of Thomas being, that's Thomas being crazy enough to want to try this. I don't know if I like the idea of it actually happening. Yeah. There was there was
1: a Mark Wade uh, Justice League story where Ross had done this. I think it's the uh, Tower of Babel, where to to get Batman off his game, he's gonna he stole the the uh, the bodies of Thomas and Martha and then had them suspended over a uh, Lazarus pit. You know, gonna gonna revive them, and Batman has to stop him. But he has that you know, should I do it? Should I not? you know and in mark wade's hands it was very it was very good and you know superman comes in and helps save the day and whatnot so
2: are, are you implying you don't trust tom king as much as you not do that mark i wade? don't
1: trust tom king but i i never felt reading that mark wade story like this was going to be a new status quo whereas with king from what's been said i definitely feel this is one of those crazy enough that he's going to attempt it you know Yeah. So, and I'm trying to reserve judgment for things until I actually read them, because there's been other things that I thought were a bad idea that ended up working out, or things that I thought were going to be great that I ended up hating. Um,
0: There's going to be some Martha jokes if this happens.
1: Yeah.
2: I think even even like putting that as an issue, I thought it was very quick i mean it looked nice to know and doing the whole issue yeah. again was nice I haven't seen that in a while
1: the, the, the lighting with the campfire scenes and yeah. the colors not, like,
2: in particular i think it was bel colors yeah. all the orange glows of the sun was was gorgeous yeah.
1: and bruce slowly realizing what's going on also we get kadeem back which after last week's uh, episode i realized the, the city i thought it was it's fl aban i think i'm saying it right which was from the, the Red Hood and the uh, Outlaws.
2: Um, right.
1: Which is which is different. It's not the... Uh, I, I misremembered it. But Kadim is this new... This is Ra's al Ghul City. Um, so... Mm. That, that seems to be making a push now. But yeah, I don't... Man, I don't know.
0: I have to admit, I feel, I feel oddly kind of apathetic towards this issue. I don't really have strong feelings, like positively or negatively it just it kind of existed and i I think tom king's pulled this kind of really decompressed stick where it'll just be like this you know one character doing this one thing for the whole issue um Mm -hmm. he's pulled that enough and i like some of those issues but this one Mm -hmm. i just kind of feel like the plot's barely advanced in like a while (laughs) like
2: nearly by year
0: at this point yeah yeah so it could really be doing with you know actually having some plot advancement and like at least every other arc.
2: You know,
1: you know what makes it worse is that there are high points in this that we know that King can wow
2: us. Oh yeah.
1: You know, what I mean, he he made us like Kite Man. You know, like
2: yeah. but we haven't seen Kite Man in about fifty goddamn well, but, issues. But that's
1: what I'm saying. So I think this is what makes it worse is we know that there's, we know that there's something good in there, and yet we're doing the decompression stick still. <sighs> Man, I just... I don't know. It, it, and I can't say none of this is earned. It's not like that he hasn't been... Because I thought about this. I went back and looked over the story arcs, and this fits
2: in it, that. Thematically, it, so, it plays in with yeah, uh, so, a lot of the stuff. I just just really dislike it as a concept.
1: Yeah, me it, too. I don't like the idea of it. And again, there could be a swerve. I don't think there's going to be, though.
0: Like I do think... It does. it is starting to feel more and more like as far as we get away from about issue 50 like I like the cold day stuff but it does kind of feel like his self indulgent kind of tendencies have kind of gotten worse since then yeah. um, and
1: I almost feel like it was uh, um, in his own what am I for? in his own best interest that they took him off of it and let him do go to Batman you know Catwoman to let him be self indulgent over there you know
0: yeah, which actually does beg, beg a lot of questions of who's you know taking Batman, who who's going to be the new Batman writer, and,
2: and are they having a uh, Martha Wayne around,
0: and yeah. and you know who's going to be the artist on this Bendis Batman book? I mean these are the questions that need to be answered. No, uh, <laughs> you can't. Have... I mean, I just
1: do that there, and I was like, yeah, what? what? He's
0: you can't have both. <laughs> He's not allowed. Very slyly, just slipped that in. I mean, to be fair, I, he's he's busy with Superman, Action, Young Justice, and No Legion. I think Bendis is actually that's him. He's 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 covered for a while. And Naomi, yeah. And Naomi, of course, yeah. He's he's covered for a while. He definitely is. Um, yeah.
2: Better bloody be.
0: <laughs> Jason
2: Aaron's not
1: leaving Marvel, is he? Because I would love a Jason Aaron Batman book.
2: I want on Jason Aaron on JSA. Well, yeah,
1: but Sanders with JSA right now.
2: Connor, let's... I know,
1: I know. Just get him back. Just get Aaron back over here. He started Vertigo. We he
3: didn't
0: did, have
1: yeah. DC, like, has he done much
2: mainline DC stuff at all? Uh, I
0: don't like, think so. No, he,
1: he did a Batman thing that I dug out last year. That was some weird one shot that he wrote on. But um, I owned. I don't. I don't remember owning it, but it was in there.
2: <laughs> I was did you me. sit there and reread it and go, "What the hell is this"? No. I got, let me look it up. See what it was again. <laughs> yeah i've never heard of it but i'll take your word that it exists if, if you somehow own it
3: uh,
2: but i mean yeah i mean, I'm, i've been kind of feeling down on this run now for a while i've been yeah you, you guys seem to be catching up a little bit um
0: in a post nightmare's world, <laughs> <Post-nightmares> world <yes. laughs> i mean like i still believe it can get good again i just you know, he's he's kind of testing the patience a little you, bit.
2: You believe that it can, but will it? I'm I'm losing faith quickly because it's been a long time since I've
0: enjoyed the book. Now, because I like, this is the thing, up, up until issue fifty, I like the vast majority of those first like, forty nine issues. Like the vast majority. I was a big spokesperson yeah, for that like first two, half. Of the run
2: two points in particular, I d- didn't really like.
0: But it, honestly, it was right at the end. It was the Booster Gold stuff. I wasn't that keen on uh, the the time travel stuff. Yeah. But But like, rooftops, uh, you know, uh, City of Bane or whatever it was called. Those, those first three arcs were really good. Yeah. Uh, all the stuff came after. All the build up to the wedding outside of the actual like gift built bullshit with Booster Gold. I liked all that stuff.
2: My, yeah. Minus the Ivy story.
0: Maybe mainstay yeah. story. But that, that was yeah, like a three-issue misstep, right? And it was back to being solid yeah, again. Yeah,
2: that, that's the sort of thing where, ah, I can forgive that Lord, l- That length of a problem. You know, it's like, okay. Oh, and more, indicative.
0: War right? of Jokes and Riddles, of course, is a big one I've not mentioned.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay,
1: so the Jason Aaron thing was the Joker's Asylum Penguin. So they did this Joker Asylum anthology where a creator had a different, you know, it was a, a weekly event because there was a fifth week. So that oh. well, was an event, but a weekly... See so, you know, Joker's Asylum, two yeah. page Joker's Asylum.
0: It was a weekly uh, market employee to sell comics. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it was, it was Penguin, uh, and I, I had all five of them because, of course, that was my only buying DC days when that came out. Um, Naturally, but yeah, um, if I remember, it was pretty, pretty good. I'm gonna
2: go but, read uh, that
1: later. Yeah, Joker's Asylum. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm assuming it's on DC Universe because they have a, a lot. It's
1: of yeah, well, yeah, it's they have it available to buy on the DC website because I, I pulled it up. So I'll be surprised sure be it's there. not
2: on there then. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. Um.
1: No, oh, I guess yeah, that's from about July them. 9th. July 9th, two thousand and eight. That was that Whoa. was the lead up to to Dark Knight. I'm sure, that's why that was there.
2: Mm. Yeah. Did it have a banner on the top.
1: <laughs> uh, nope, just Joker's Asylum. Mm. So I might have, but yeah, that was the one that I pulled out. I think I brought it, but I didn't have him sign it. Just because I had a lot of Thor. <laughs> a lot of Thor to get
2: signed. Yeah, I bet you did.
0: Um, all right, I guess that's Batman. I don't know if we've got much more or to say specifically about the, the book. Uh, what are you giving it, Matt? Ah, really good art, though.
1: I'm going to give it a 5.5. Five.
0: 5.5? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is very different, of course, from 5 by 5.
1: Yes. All right, Faith, calm down. Faith, oh
0: yeah, she, she was on the, uh, the hit television show, Buffer Stop the Vampire. Stop encouraging show.
1: him, Matt. <laughs> when we get a chance to talk Eliza Liza Dushka, I'm going to not. I'm going <laughs> to indulge him. I, I, I do quite like her.
2: Uh, I'm with you on that one.
0: Yeah. D-Dushka, Dushka gets she's, approval.
1: <laughs> she's the person that was dating a player on the Lakers, and when they were playing the, the Celtics in the finals, because she's from Boston, <laughs> she wore her, her Celtics jerseys uh-huh. she was dating rick fox playing in the game
2: me and p have no idea what this means
0: no none of it but
1: <laughs> sports just people people get it okay they're, they're, they're huge rivals okay she's from the town right that that's playing against her boyfriend's team right and she wore her hometown team yeah. stuff while supporting him so this was the Celtics were-
0: versus the Red Sox right i just don't make sure i've got this no. right
1: no no you're in the right city, though.
0: <laughs> um, I know that was that was why that was a good joke. I was intentionally yes. picking the wrong sport. See like that. There
1: you
0: go. I can name like three baseball teams, and one of them is the busted Red Sox. <laughs> All right,
1: name t- the two others
0: you can name. LA uh, Dodgers and New York. Or oh, nice no, basketball, hold on. <laughs> oh god, I know the New York team. Damn it. Apparently
1: you
3: don't.
0: Chicago yeah. Cubs. Oh, this is Chicago Cubs. There you go. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll do that to be safe, but. <sighs>
1: You know, I wear an Angels hat a lot that he that wasn't one of the teams. No. That he named.
0: Yeah. What's New York's team? Remind me.
1: There there's the Mets and the Yankees.
0: The Yankees, that's the, that's the one.
1: Uh, <laughs> how many hockey teams can you name?
0: Yours is the Knights. Okay. Uh Anaheim Ducks.
1: <laughs> okay, there you go. Didn't I got that one.
0: And that's I think that's where I tap out, man. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> I wanted, I want, I hope, I was hoping you would lead with ducks. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: No, you can't be shut for you not getting the hat in the other one, but I, I, I
1: yeah, knights, yeah. go knights, <laughs> go.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, that's such a weird American thing, though, isn't it? To, to name the teams like that.
1: Yeah, because your guys, I don't like your guys' way.
2: So, but a lot of our team will have like they'll have nicknames. Yeah. But... I like the gunners. I you know, the Yeah, national. Yeah, you uh, got Spurs like my...
1: for Hottenham, Tottenham.
2: Yeah, yeah, Red Devils for, for Manchester right. United. My yeah. my team of the Sky Blue Army. Yeah.
0: Um I never heard yeah, but... of I had never heard of any of these nicknames.
1: Which is hilarious that when JK Rowling did the Quidditch book, she gave them American style, you know. It
2: was it, you know, Puddlemore or Puddlemere, you know, Quidditch club. To be fair. The one sport that does do that to mm. some extent is rugby. Yeah. So I would I would incline that she took but that. That makes from rugby. sense. For, that for makes quit. sense. Yeah. You, got you, the, need the, uh, oh oh. you need some rugby. Oh God. Give me some rugby teams. Um. Uh, you got the there's like the bears. uh oh, okay. Like lions, stuff like that. Ones. Like, you know, yeah. Boring yeah.
0: Stuff. I mean,
1: we all have. I, know, what, what, I like. What, what,
0: are you, what, what are you what you saying? The, the general British way of doing it is. I'm confused here.
2: It's just the the name of the town or the city, like, and then football club or
1: United or you know, oh, you have Manchester FC, right? Or yeah,
2: Manchester City City and Manchester United, right? Uh, The London area is the only place it gets murky because there you've got Arsenal, Chelsea. You know, it's it's more after the areas.
1: And correct me if I'm wrong though, but they are specific areas, you know. So like, so that's why Arsenal and Tottenham are rivals because they're close. They're they're the city rival team, and same yeah. with Chelsea and who's the other London one? Because it's
2: it's oh, Chelsea, God. West Ham, maybe. Because uh, it's yeah, but like you know, uh, like like teams that have two things usually have like one is you know like, like Manchester City, you know, um, mm-hmm. and then there's United. Whereas right. uh, Birmingham have Birmingham City, and then completely random they've got Aston Villa. Oh,
1: Wow. Yeah, yeah. There's... I didn't realize that was a Birmingham team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're Aston Villa. Yeah, yeah. Don't, you also, don't you have also a Crystal Palace? Yeah, yeah, i got a Crystal Palace. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but no, I, yeah. They're, the the American uh, soccer teams
2: are starting to do that
1: now, to where LA have LA Football Club, but then they also have the Los Angeles Galaxy, so.
2: Yeah, we don't really give them names like you do. Yeah, but, like. No. So it's a bit weird.
0: I don't care about any of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's more interesting
2: than this issue of Batman.
0: Rate it, Connor. Uh, to four. I love how all that happened in between Matt rating it and Connor rating it. That's yeah. that. That was the gap where that stupid conversation sprung up. Um, I'm gonna go same as Matt, probably five point five. I think that's fair. Uh, all right, Zaldy's so like Justice League issue twenty six, James Tynan the fourth, rating with Jorge Jimenez on the art. Um, can we just talk about the fact that this is basically more of a Tynan run now than it is a Snyder run <laughs> at this point? I was going to say,
1: isn't it? The stuff that I tend to like more than dislike tends to be Tynan. It's weird because
2: I didn't even. Thought, I just thought this was a Snyder issue. Yeah. Should also right? play. It. It's Javier Fernandez on art. Fernandez, yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: I've not changed it since the last issue. That's my bad. <laughs> um,
2: and also, these are no longer Legion of Doom issues, right? Like,
0: yeah. that was the no. original and plan. The,
2: the cover yeah. might have implied that it was, right? Um, and but, then... but it's not.
0: It's not. It's not yeah. at all. I mean, you've got a bookend story with Martian Manhunter, who is, you know, as he says, or as the narrator says, uh, he's been the Manhunter. He's looking for Lex. So, you know, there's there's stories, yeah. reports like all over. That. There's reports all over the country that a masked man. Uh, or a cloaked man, I think was the exact term. Yeah, is is basically encouraging people to do d- evil things uh, with yeah. promises of riches or or whatever. Not uh, so
1: much evil things. It's very cynical. Very take care of yourself first. Self
2: indulgent. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's very objectivist, which I think is interesting because as politics gets crazier, there's more of an obje- uh, objectivist vibe on on one end of the political spectrum. And I think it's interesting that this is where this is split now.
2: Yeah. You know? I am. Um, so I like the the slightly meta line at the start here where you know that you know they always come the cloak man, but his identity was always clear, you know, Lex Luthor. And you know, that was yeah. us at the end of last issue where he mm-hmm. stepped out and it never even, you know, showed us that it was Lex properly, but like you say it, it was clear, it was always Lex. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he's I, he's looking for Lex. I like that he's
1: become an urban legend. Sorry, Pete. Um That's fine. I just powered to here. But no. I, I do like how he's become an urban legend. And now that's how this is spreading from just, it's not just the supervillains, right. That we were told in the year of the villain, it's
2: regular everyday people. I like, like how there's the guy with the guns that, uh, yeah. you know, wearing the Lex was right shirt. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and we see that Superman and some of the, the main members of the league are at the house of heroes and they're recruiting leagues from other, other universities. Um, which has a couple of fun beats. Captain Carrot, there's, you know... um,
2: Yeah, John is
0: particularly uncomfortable here. Yeah, he's not very happy about it. And Superman gives this great speech and introduces uh, the World Forger, who explains that they have to find the monitor and the anti-monitor to try and stop Perpetua.
1: I love his flex. He's like, I created all of your places right on my forge. I feel responsible for upkeeping them. And it was just like, all right, bro, we get it. You don't have to remind us every time. I, I like
2: that. It was uh, It was during this section that you know uh, addressed you know kind of the metaverse I was talking about earlier, where mm-hmm. you know like hey you know when when it when the source wall fell in our earth that's when it affected Orly, uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, kind of the idea that there you know, there is the prime of the metaverse. Yeah,
0: yeah it's just linking up uh, just a little bit, which is nice. Um, uh, there was even Batman Beyond there at one point. Just there's a lot of fun cameos in the background if you want to you know so, look at yeah. them. So out.
1: The, the team that looks like the Justice League that's on that page that's uh, not the justice league they, it's the avengers but in the justice league right it's got the big bald like purple guy what page is this this is the the double page with the, okay. in the house of heroes the double page right yeah <laughs> so about so it's right behind superman
2: where's oh, this thing yeah they yeah and they've coming. got like an iron man looking character a, uh-huh a cat. spider-man yeah. But, do we
0: yeah. remember what Earth this is? That's very Spider Man, and that is like a cross between Hawkeye and Nebula.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, um, well, and then you have uh, what, what set me off was like, oh, there's a, there's a Knight character that's like
2: I do, Captain America. Uh, I do um, remember that being in Multiversity, though. Um, okay. Because the, 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 there was the Earth that was just Marvel. Okay. Uh, that was one of them. It, if someone could
1: hit me on Twitter and let me know, because it's, it's driving me nuts, and when you look up Justice League Avengers, all you get is the crossover you know series yeah. that happened um, um yeah but but they've, they've added uh, earth, a captain marvel
2: earth eight Matt.
1: earth eight okay yeah you're a much better googler than i am
2: uh, it's because i knew it was in multiversity so i just gotcha. searched through that route
1: gotcha um but anyways that that cracked me up seeing that team behind them um very very sticking out but yeah
0: yeah, uh, we most of the issue though. Once we get past that, uh, outside of the ending, when we come back to Martian Manhunter, is actually Mira and uh, Hot Girl going through the Hall of Justice, and we see that they have recruited a lot of other members to to do various mm-hmm. tasks. Uh, I will criticise the art just one touch. There's a as a, a joke at the bottom of the first page with them, and it, it's it's meant to be this kind of like aggressive joke where. Uh, Kendra's, I'm going to kill Jean because he's not answering my calls, mm. and she's kind of complaining. And at the bottom of the book, you know, uh, you know, I mean, it like, "Oh, I don't believe you're going to kill Jean," and she says, "You don't think I know how to use a matchbook?" And she's got this really angry face on. And that's a good joke. I do think the art actually yes. plays it too serious.
1: <laughs> she looks psychotic.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. It, it plays it just a little it, it bit too serious. should have been like
1: a, it should have been a smirk. Yeah. Like
0: you
1: think I don't know how to use a matchbook?
0: yeah I, I i know they're going for like deadpan but i don't know it just it came off yeah. as a bit too malicious
2: <laughs> um
0: yeah i can see that uh but yeah so they've, they've got uh young ryan Choi uh with mr terrific and some metal men and you know uh they're, they're working on stuff they're doing science aid cord yeah cord,
1: cords in the back it's good seeing him
0: they're, they're working on like uh like because she says like oh think of all the different ways super villains could try and cause an apocalypse now solve them all <laughs> yeah so he's he's all he's all chuffed about that we have uh plastic man with uh with detective chimp green arrow and constantine uh doing the murder boards and trying to figure out where the uh really yeah, are. that's
2: that feels like a lot of the the detectives club yeah from, from detective 1000
0: yeah questions around mm-hmm. as well he, he just kind of saunters out that room actually yep just before yeah. just before and then we get to the training room where hawkman black canary and i wasn't sure but i think uh cassandra kane's also training the others i don't think she's being trained
1: yeah. no it's because the, it's the way that they're standing yeah right around she's facing the same direction as
0: she she's as as, carter and Canary. She, she's as young as the the teen titans that are all training here but mm-hmm. she is definitely a better fighter she does not need to she's be trained the
1: most like if if I had to give her a subtitle, like if I was writing it, I would also, I would just, the most lethal woman on the planet. That's, that's Cassandra Cain. <laughs> Like She's up there, that's
0: for sure. I could accept yeah. that. I could accept that. I
1: mean, Lady Shiva's her mother, right? Yep. So, yeah. yeah. It comes down to those two.
0: Yeah. And then Jaro's like yelling uh, telepathically because Starman is uh, passing out because he's trying to look into the past or the, the totality to like figure things out. Um, and it's kind of breaking him. Uh, so yeah, so so Mira kind of pulls like, nah, you're a goddamn leader, so you're not going to you know leave and do that. You're going to go find Jean or whatever. Um, so you know. <laughs> uh, and then we get back to Jean, and he goes into the 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 creepy building. Uh, he's all detective John Jones up, and then he transforms into Martian Manhunter. And the twist is at the end that he actually finds Lionel Lister. Uh, in this place instead of Lex. So we'll see how that goes. Um, how do you feel about the ending?
2: <laughs> I don't like the ending
0: you like the ending. Yeah.
2: I don't dislike it, it through me, but I'm not opposed to it.
0: The, the ending is the one thing that's kind of weird. I actually think this was probably one of my favorite issues of the run um, Aside from that, um, I think because it actually just took time to actually set up how Kendra's feeling and mm-hmm. like having her go through all the rooms with with mira and making Mira feel that like she's also an important member of the team who you know who was absent for almost all of the uh sixth dimension stuff uh was kind of neat yeah. and i like the urban myth kind of like chasing the the shadow of lex luther vibe with the martian manhunter stuff um yeah. so i actually liked a lot more of this issue than i have done recently um i, I have less complaints with this one that's good yeah
2: uh, i'm just i'm just used to you coming in with complaints
1: no but oh. see i think it's it's because it's not snyder it's not doing the snydering thing snite snyderian is that is that the
0: descriptor um. snyderous
1: <laughs> snyder is that's severus's brother <laughs> <laughs>
0: um
1: <laughs> it's not doing
0: those things that drive pete nuts yeah i know? mean it's, don't get me wrong. It's, like when yeah. they're talking to the, the, the other like justice leagues and stuff and the, the, the house of heroes like yeah they're, they're talking about this thing that's coming so big that we're all going to have to band together and you know the mm-hmm. the world Forge is like oh we need the monitor and the anti-monitor right that's this is huge like earth shaking stuff it is but i like <laughs> that they're building to it and that most of this issue is actually no let's prepare let's have characters actually yeah. slow down for a little bit and sort of you know what are we yeah. feeling right now I and like, I
1: loved yeah, I loved Kendra saying, you know, I wanted John to install martial arts into everybody in the earth yeah, through, through her. Know, to get like, them ready. She, she, want, yeah, yeah. she wanted
0: him to train everyone using her knowledge from her head and just beam right. it into everybody. basically he she wanted the reverse the of the, the plot of uh, Batman Forever, where you know, he was stealing uh, everyone's uh right. like minds and stuff. Put it in there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so I like that's how much she's willing to go in it, you know, um, but no, but it, no, it's Tynan. I've tended to like the Tynan stuff more than than the Snyder stuff. Um, that said, I'm I'm enjoying it more than Pete is. But but yeah.
0: No, I just I, I think this issue has slowed down a little bit. It'd be nice to keep it going for a few issues just to let us really grasp where everyone else. I don't expect it to though. I'm expecting the next one to just immediately drive it into you know ridiculous territory. Because that's what yeah. this book's been doing. Every time I think I'm I'm about to get kind of what I want, it just ends too quickly, and we go barreling into like rushing through whatever the next plot is. Um, which is my main complaint with the book. But I mean, mm. this issue I thought was really solid. Um, uh, the Lionel yeah. Luther cliffhanger at the end—it's like, okay, why is Lionel back? You know, we'll see yeah. here. Was he
1: ever uh, really gone? Because we we still don't know about the 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 doorknob. You know what I mean? Like we know it was there, but we don't know the hows and whys. I'm sure Lionel has to do with that. Know, he's the prophet of doom.
0: Yeah, no doubt. So, Connor's Car- Car- been oddly quiet for the book that he's usually the one championing. So,
2: no, I, I really like this. I like um, I, I like the you know like the stuff with with Kendra in particular. Uh, you know, talking about how beaming the the stuff in her taking it so seriously. Um, I think it's uh. It's interesting to see her step up when John's kind of just off doing his own own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, given that he's supposed to be the leader, he feels like he's just concerned with his own agenda instead of actually leading. And she's having to do the bulk of it here. Uh, I think that's an interesting dynamic to yeah. play with. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we, Shane... We don't usually see her as a leader, do we? No. Yeah. No.
1: But also, Shane's sticking around, too. He's somewhere around there,
2: which yeah. is which is weird yeah i agree that is weird so because
1: they even talk about how weird it is because he is basically a hypothetical construct like <laughs> that he yeah. should be able to to be there but he is so um yeah no but it's it's a nice change i like i like tying uh writing these i wish he was doing more just than this in justice league dark at dc right now so
0: I don't worry, I'm sure you have a new book announcement. Either. Well, maybe that's why he doesn't have any new books because he's basically writing Justice League almost full time at this point.
2: Uh, no, he did, yeah. a, I think he just announced a creator of one, yeah, which yeah. I had to look up
1: because there was a funny back and forth between him and him and yeah, Tom, Taylor. Tom
2: Taylor. Taylor, what, yeah, yeah.
1: About he goes, Man, Taylor, you're dark. He goes, Excuse me, I'm not the one who named my new book Something is Killing the Children,
3: <laughs> uh,
1: which he did a nice plug there, so yeah, um. But, but yeah, so but it's only a five issue mini, you know. Oh, is it? Yeah. So it's not like it's an ongoing, but uh yeah, give me more Titan. and I, he's his detective run, like I'd always liked his backups and, and whatnot over over in Batman and um but you give me more from DC, please.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right, Matt, what are you giving it?
2: I'm gonna give this an eight. Connor? Uh seven point five.
0: I'm also going to give it an 8, so there you go. That is, I don't like this. This is Justice sl- League. <laughs> just how
2: did how how I come down below Pete on Justice League? What just happened?
0: I don't know. Just once again we've proved that your taste is weird and doesn't follow the same rules everyone else's does.
1: There was also a question Pete missed that that I sent and I'm going to bring it up now. <laughs> well, my, my question to the show was uh, why is Connor the best at being the worst? And this is right here. <laughs> this yes. adds to that the, the conundrum. He just is. He
0: <laughs> just does, yeah.
1: No, Connor isn't, except he is now. So...
2: <laughs> I'm surprised Pete skipped over that question.
0: Me too. Because it, was, it, was, it wasn't a listener, it was Matt.
2: <laughs> and?
1: It would have been a great comedy.
0: Oh, well, it's been brought up now, right? I mean, it's not like we have to... Uh, I
1: and I was waiting for Connor on this. Uh, it was either going to be this one or the next one that I, I felt like I could bring it up.
0: Moving on then, swiftly, swimmingly, one might even say, to Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> issue four- one,
2: one should not say if it makes Matt laugh like that.
0: 49. <laughs> Kelly Sue Deconic. Uh, we're writing with Victor Bogdanovich on the art. So this issue had a bombshell in it. We found out something that happened just before Ackerman, you know, quote unquote died, uh, is that Mira is with child.
1: Yeah. Oof. So for, for people that are unfamiliar with the history of, of Arthur and Mera and Mira, Mira um, this this only adds to that that quilt of continuity
3: <laughs> here
1: because originally they, they had a child that was meant to be an heir. And I think Orm Orm was responsible for the death of the child. I think so yeah um,
0: Classic Orm. wait
1: yeah, so when uh, when Blackest Night came around, John's hadn't forgotten that and when when Mara becomes the avatar of of rage during that story, it's brought up that no one ever asked her if she wanted children. and it became this big bombshell of of her, you know uh, being her own character. So then here, when we find out that she was pregnant and that not only did Arthur survive the, the battle of, of Drowned Earth and was laying low in Atlantis, and we all thought that's how he ended up in the realm of the Ocean Gods, right? Mm-hmm. But Mera's responsible for his death that sent him here as he's talking to the great shark. Um, Mother shark. Mother Shark, I just I don't, oh, damn it, now that stupid song stuck in my head. There's a reason why mm-hmm. I didn't say that,
2: Connor I just called it by title, you didn't have to mention the song uh,
1: But uh, I wasn't ready for that, were you guys ready for that?
0: Oh no No, I wasn't ready for any oh. of this
1: And just the way that the issue was paced out of, of basically Mother Shark being like, no, this is here's your memories back and we're finding out, as Arthur is, that she tells him that she's pregnant. He's like, oh, no. I This is what led to, to my upbringing. This is... And he basically is going to take off. Right? Like, I'm not ready ready for fatherhood.
0: And uh, I mean, yeah, t- he never erases anything like that, but he does want to leave and be no. on his own, which the implications yeah. aren't great. <laughs> like, yeah,
2: yeah, it doesn't no. sound too hot, does it? No. That,
1: that said, I, I fully believed him saying that his intent was... I need to go clear my head, but Mara takes this as, Oh no, you're abandoning and you, you can't do this. Um, and she ends up having an outburst through her telekinetic. And it was this really nicely told story of, she was an outsider. She's excuse always, meant excuse to me, aqua
0: kinetic, Matt. Thank you very much. Uh,
1: sorry. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but she, she was an outsider. she from Zebel and they were meant to be punished. So she was raised to hate Atlantis and, kill Arthur, the you know, the rightful king and lead an upheaval, except she did the unthinkable and fell in love with who she was meant to kill. And then through becoming Queen of Atlantis, which is completely unlikely, right? She's for, for the Game of Thrones fan, she's like Aegon was it Aegon? Who was the unlikely? Connor. Yeah, you're not a Maester. No. There there, there was a king that shouldn't have been king. That, that was the, you know, the unlikely. Um that, that was Mira here. And now she end up fulfills her destiny of killing Arthur. Although not in the way that we ever thought she would.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, Arthur comes back to the Island knowing who he is. He's like, call me Arthur. Uh, And he's like, I need to go home. Like now (laughs) my time is done here. Uh, But the final page shows Mira um, collapsing and needing medical attention.
1: Which, which I take was the right after this happened, right after Arthur had died.
0: Yeah, mm, I thought so yeah.
1: too. So, well, one would venture that maybe she's not a child now, Pres- or maybe when we do see her again.
0: I you mean, I'll. <laughs> bringing up she's with, bringing up she's with child i feel like that's something you're setting up to do in the run you know what, what, what however yeah. it ends i feel like it's something that kelly sue is going to play with um but yep. yeah this idea that what the outburst she just had it was so powerful that it's also knocked her out and they don't have to drag her off i think i think what's, what's bad about this is that it's actually a little bit too heroes in crisis and and concept with the uh the wally burst yeah <laughs>
1: A little bit, but I like it here for what it does with... I like it more than the Wally
0: stuff. Oh, this is better. Like... Don't, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is better, but I'm just... Um, in talking about what this says, like where she just has this yeah. outburst of emotion and it, like, right. you know, kills and, Arthur.
2: Well, I, and worth noting, yeah. everyone thinks he's dead already, so... Right. So they won't be looking for a body. There, there'll be no blame on her for having killed yeah. someone.
1: Right. And this whole talk of her being like, well, they're gonna want me to marry, and of course they're not gonna marry you, so how's our relationship gonna be... Cause she's like, I want to be with you, but, and he's like, well, just don't listen to the widowhood. She's like, but it's not that easy. See, this is why you can't be King. And I, I liked all that stuff. I liked that it's pulling from, you know, what we already know. Yeah, even
0: before and... that, there was a lot of nice sweet talk between them. They were kind of mm-hmm. flirting and then, you know, they're in a good place yeah. and then it, it gets kind of serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and Arthur's like, no, just don't listen to them. Tell them no, <laughs> just, just do that. <sighs> so no, yeah, it's interesting. I love
1: this issue. If you can't tell how glowing I've been on it, like this, Kelly Sue has reinvigorated my love of Aquaman. Like it was, it was around, right? Like I I liked a lot of what Abnett did and I left and came back, but here I'm like excited to read. Like I, I loved all the old God stuff and, and what she did there, but here now with the relationship with, with Mara and you know, how long has he been gone now? That that's the question, because we kept seeing the the what was it, the, the cutbacks to Nara? And that puts yeah. those in it's, a whole new It
2: felt like a couple of months. Right.
1: Yeah. So like
0: Oh man. Yeah.
1: What's he heading back into?
0: And it does uh, it does end with saying next time Black Manta returns. So
2: the question is how long does in pregnancy last? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. I
0: don't know. I don't know. Um we, it could just end up being nine months because we'll just make it the same as, as I've I mean, is just nine months.
1: ocean creatures' gestation period tends to be a little bit longer, but that's because they are bigger. Yeah. So, you know. Um,
0: yeah, but, so well, they're not going to call Mira fat and like make it be longer. They're just going to no, pick t- bigger. Traditional nine months.
1: But also, how long was Atlanta's for. Because he is a, a hybrid of human and Atlantean, so. Yeah. And so this would be a... She's full Atlantean because she's from Zebel. But he's like a half. So this would make it a, like... huh,
2: Three quarter yeah. Atlantean?
1: Yeah. Which which makes him more Atlantean than Arthur. I say he. It, I don't want to say it. You know? Oh, man. Um, questions, questions.
2: I was not a huge fan of the art. In this issue, oh, I liked it a lot. I, I don't really like Bogdanovich's faces in this issue. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of the early stuff or any any of the stuff out in the water. Uh, I think looks great. Um, I don't know. I it,
1: it reminds me of Justice League of China in, in New Superman, so maybe that's where I have a affection for it.
2: Maybe but just I- just one too many goofy looking faces between
0: you know, Arthur and Mirror's talking that put me off. Mm-hmm. No, I was upset. They are, and I like um, the, sh- the big shot. Looks great. Uh, yeah,
1: I'm um, looking back through it. That one page of you know, it, it's Mera. She's called Mera of the Prison Colony of Zebel. I think that's a really good looking page. Yeah, it is. Um, damn it! Now I see the goofy looking pages, and I can't unsee it. I
2: hate you. <laughs> Sorry, because it didn't bother me before. There's just every soft. So there's one of uh, you know uh, Arthur clapping in the background that mm-hmm. just makes me laugh. Um, it's uh, it's right after it introduces Mira again. You know, it says yo, yo, she's yeah she's a Lances queen, and he's yeah. there clapping in the background. He looks like a goofy idiot.
1: Yeah, well, the mirror looks a little bit cross-eyed.
2: Yeah, yeah, but there. I don't know what's going on with him. His facial hair isn't even straight on that issue. No, that yeah, he's even. underwater, man.
1: How hard it is to keep a, a, a beard not flowing? Well, I mean, it works, on all the rest of the panels. How do you destroy my internal logic?
0: Oh no. We're breaking down. Everything's falling to pieces. Everyone, run for the hells. I don't know where I'm going with this. Mira, um, you're breaking my heart. <laughs> you're tearing me
1: apart, Mira! Uh, Tommy Wiseau's Aquaman.
2: Uh. That would be a sight to behold.
1: They still play football underwater.
2: <laughs> was it just me who felt um, Arthur here felt very Momoa jokey? Yes, when he was talking to Mira, more oh, than he ever has before. Yeah. Aqua bro. definitely. Yeah, like everything was all that's cool. I'll just, just I'll just play it off as a joke. Yeah, I've never really felt that was Arthur until that movie. No, listen,
0: listen to me, God. Because it come, wasn't. Come to me with your problems, and I will help you. Okay, I am your friend.
2: Yeah, like there's some great panels about it. I'm, I'm, it's kind of that middle portion of the book where I'm, I'm criticized. you know, the end where Arthur rises up out of the war. hmm Looks great. Yeah,
1: with the Momoa tattoos.
2: Yeah, yeah. See, it's seeping in.
1: Yeah. I, I'm not gonna. I like bro aquaman it's not traditional aquaman and it makes me a hypocrite um you know but
2: yeah, but, but what you say is you want more aqua bro I, i'm
1: not gonna say no <laughs> that's it a bit you oh, know dear. i do want to go back and watch aquaman but i'm afraid of it
2: not being
0: very good
1: yeah i'm, I'm afraid of it It revealing itself to me of what it really
0: was yeah, i have i've have had no desire to watch it again I no, so, mean,
2: so honestly, I think the only, the only one I've really watched more than once is is Wonder Woman. I mean, Man of Steel, but that was way before yeah. it was kind of doing a whole. Yeah, thing. but you've not
0: seen Shazam yet, so. <laughs> no, I know. No. Shazam's
1: as as really the only one that's, hits, Yeah, I'm. Uh,
2: I should rewatch
1: Wonder Woman. I haven't seen it since the theater. Gonna be um,
2: due that that home release soon, surely.
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 out soon. I think it comes out in July. I'm an ad for it,
2: so. uh, I mean, that's not too far. Oh yeah, digital July second. So I'll be watching oh. it in like two weeks, assuming I've yeah. got time.
0: <laughs> that's yeah. a pretty big assumption. <laughs> it is. It
2: is with our schedule.
0: Oh, so many TV shows on. Anyway, that's I mean that's about it, guys. Um, yeah. I think the best thing I could say about it is that the the emotional beat of the reveal that she's saying she's pregnant mm-hmm. and. Honestly, Arthur being kind of a dick with him wanting to just run immediately (laughs) kind of hurts his a little bit, and it makes you, yep, you know, it it makes this like it makes this relationship a bit more murky, which is interesting from a drama point of view.
1: That that said, I I understand where he's coming from of the need to flee because he doesn't know how to process it, you know, and that you know what that causes with her, you know, and like Pete just said, it makes it that much murkier of the relationship, so.
0: Um, but yeah insert in, insert Mark to, to show that <laughs> uh,
1: yeah.
0: are things getting I, I, I just want a, a photo I say a photo but like a, a art of murk on a stick that I can hold up Anytime things get murky things are getting murky I want
1: Mark giving a thumbs up <laughs> is it murky <laughs> <laughs>
0: is so dumb <laughs> oh I was talking about a film with Hiller Swank yesterday and um, I, I I, started making s- swanking puns I was like, you just got swanked and then eventually I said I want a movie with her called The Shaw Swank Redemption <laughs> and I thought uh, that was a quality I,
2: joke I hope Tara slapped you down for that
0: essentially yes <laughs> good oh uh, I'm a little proud, though, wouldn't lie. Anyway, uh, that, is, um, that is that is command. What are you rating them at?
1: I'm going to give it a 9. I really enjoyed this one. Connor. It was a 9.5, and then Connor pointed out the art, and <laughs> now I'm
2: mad. Sorry. Uh, 7.5. Uh, knocks it down a half point for me. It would have been nice.
0: Sure. I would give it an 8. I think um, it's a really good issue, which does a really neat job of taking you through this kind of role, because I was almost worried it was going to feel a little bit too like we're just kind of like summarizing the relationship, but this scene went from, okay, this is why they're great together, to some genuine like sort of oomph, and like, whoa, what did you just say, and then to, but then both of them kind of like going down this path of this darker side, and it's like, okay, how are we going to resolve this, like, how are we going to talk about the fact that, and my, my guess right now would be that someone actually did something to Mira to make her more potent, so that Mira didn't just do this out of willing, because she, she can control her powers. I'm expecting mm-hmm. to find out that someone drugged her or something like that, and that's, you know, why her powers were turned up to 11, kind of thing. That's my guess right now.
2: I kind of hope not. I ho- It's more interesting to me if she just lost control in the moment because of emotions and but, hormones. Has
0: Mira ever been that type of character, S- though? Some,
2: some pregnancy hormones thrown in the mix?
0: Okay, yeah, maybe the baby's the Antichrist, Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just, sorry, sorry. I like
3: to
1: think of us knocked up when when goes. Fuck you, hormones. Not Allison, <laughs> hormones.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I just happened to glance up at whatever page I was on and saw another proper goofy face, and it made me laugh. It was him going, "Oh yeah, I love you." Of course, I love you. And he's got the goofiest face of maybe the entire issue on him, and
0: it just killed me. Don't look at it, Matt. I'll just upset you.
2: Yeah, no, I'm not, I, I know. I'm Pete, not actually, I could see him not flicking through when I was pointing this out. Uh, usually he does uh just, he doesn't want to see him he doesn't want i, I really. don't have
0: to have my my illusions shattered it's fine um but that actually wraps it end up or wraps up <laughs> if i can speak properly <laughs> that wraps up the new books this week but uh we do have a few more books to talk about because every month on patreon.com slash tv some of our patrons uh pay at the higher tiers to make me and connor read some books of their choosing once per month and we're going to do all of ours. Connor's got two, I've got one, so we're going to just alternate. Connor's going to start off then with Red Hood Outlaw issue 33, Scott rating, and you can tell us who's on art. Uh,
2: I think it's still Pete Woods. Yeah, it is.
0: Still Pete Woods.
2: Yeah, we're picking right up where we left off. Jason's still in the casino. yeah, you know, he's running it. Penguin's locked in his own panic room, but he can't hear anything because, you know... Jason's a dick and is, is putting all the sound on loud so he can't hear, you know, just random music. Um, Bunker's still, you know, running his security and, and stuff. Um, but the casino gets attacked by uh, the, the five aces. Uh, there's and, only four. Yeah, yeah, I know. The? I don't know, but there's five in this. What's the fifth one? I don't know, there's two clubs. <laughs> By the look of it, I can I can see a heart and a diamond, a spade, and I can see a club. Oh, and then, is, oh, oh unless... actually, that might be a kid. That might be one of the kids because it's got a a club. Oh, it's got all of them on it, so no, it's not. Never mind. Oh, so there's like a super ace, but it's all it's
0: all the card suits. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. At first, I thought it was just the club and the spades because they were the two black ones because it was you know all, all the symbols were in black. Yeah. On, mm-hmm. on the, so I thought oh, maybe yeah. it's their kid and you know it's it's combined. But then I realized, no, they've got all the symbols on there anyway. Um, so I don't know. They were for the Penguin by the sound of it, and they were like, hey, we haven't heard from the Penguin in a while. We should probably go and you know, check it out. Royal um, Flush
1: Club is going to, or the Royal Flush gang is going to show up and get them for gimmick infringement.
2: <laughs> it's, it's a turf war between them.
1: <laughs> you guys didn't even do it right. You wanted five. <laughs> Pick something with five. <laughs> four of a kind. A Royal Flush beats a four of a kind. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Oh. but the uh, the sister Sue, who have been you know all employed by Jason, that was the whole last issue, show up and fight them. Um, that, that's uh, a good chunk of the issue here. Now apparently, uh, an old girlfriend of Jason's, I think from the first volume of have read her during the new two shows up called Isabel. I never got that far clearly because I have no idea who she is. Um, so, some some blonde woman who you know seems to know who he is seems to know all about the killing um but the the leader of the aces who is the the one with all of them uh you know breaks off you know the you know the rest of them fight the other gang and then he, he comes to, to find jason and um you know he, he jason's running off with with isabel trying to get her safe and you know bunker shows up and makes some fancy bricks and gives her a little you know a little escape room to to get out of and then gives jason a, a briefcase which has his you know red hood outfit in with a crowbar and a sword because apparently he needs both uh so here's a fight with it with the with the lead ace and leaves it in a, in a pile of dust there's just there, there was like a smoking pile of ash and then uh, a sword and a crowbar just planted in the floor in this pile of dust uh yeah yeah it's not a very good issue it, go, it went relatively quick because about half of it is is just fight scenes which are yeah. perfectly fine not not wood's best work on them but i mean they're all right um and then it ends with uh, the end question mark not even close and i'm like oh for god's sake
3: <laughs>
0: okay oh, oh, God, man, man, man. oh jesus jesus uh... no nope. So what happens? I'm going to talk
1: about he must not be named. Yes. Um, well, apparently, the five, <laughs> uh, the five aces are club, diamond, heart, spade, and leader.
0: Leader. Okay. Good to leader.
2: know. <laughs> that was he was i like, 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 just give me something to do." Fine, you can be leader.
1: You know what kills me though? A little bit, a little bit more research would have shown that the spade used to be the sword, and they changed it. From the old deck of cards,
2: just uh, make them sword. See, so could have done that. He's even going around with swords. So uh, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I was saying,
2: imagine if they had to use each other weapons. It is kind of terrible. Like so, like spade has like these kind of size, but they've got big, huge spades on the end. Uh, heart is a is an archer, but you know they're they're heart shaped arrow tips. Uh, it's, it's terrible. Please tell me that the club uses a sandwich. Uh, she, she she uses a big axe. It's a.
1: Could could you he give her a shillelagh? He gave her an axe.
2: Uh, yeah. Shillelagh. you know, just stuff. A, or just a club. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Make oh, it something uh, cool. I'm sorry. You know, I I tell you but on the previous page. It looked like size. Um, it's not. It's actually an an extendable staff that uh. God. That, that spade has with a, you know, with just a big you know, spade at the top of it. So stupid! It's terrible. I can't even see what heart uses. That um,
1: cover is terrible too. Because I just pulled up the issue to to find out what these final. Oh, that is
2: a atrocious cover. cover.
1: Cover is atrocious.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that is really bad. I've uh,
1: never wanted to punch Jason more in my life.
2: That was a Cully Hamner cover.
1: Ugh.
2: Just went down in my estimation. Oh it was that high but you know but uh yeah I mean it it was mostly a fight issue um, yeah which is the most tolerable kind of issue of this I guess uh, but yeah uh, it's it's still like a
0: 3.5 <laughs> 3.5 damn well there you go. That's Red hood. Um, we're supposed to be on to X-Men issue 4. Uh, these don't have to be DC books, for the record. People can make us read anything. Which is why you can make him I thought read you did a Star Wars book.
1: I thought you did 4 last time.
0: No, it was issue 3 last time.
1: Oh, shoot. I always thought Blob was an issue 4.
0: I mean, I, I definitely hadn't read this issue already, so I'm definitely yeah. on the right one now. <laughs> gotcha that'd be funny though if i'd forgotten that this shouldn't read it again um no so uh, x-men issue four St- stanley jack kirby same same team um much like the previous issues we start with them them training and stuff like that but this one promises the return of magneto and what i have to assume is the first appearance of both quicksilver scarlet witch along with toad and mastermind
1: that's why i know this because this is the first issue of the brotherhood of evil mutants
0: yeah they never use that name in this though
1: no oh, actually no so it's, it's on the I cover
0: it's on the cover it's just the brotherhood right it, no it's on the cover it's just not said mm-hmm. in the, the story gotcha itself um it was, well it's the title of the issue i suppose but so it's...
1: so not, not, not to sidetrack you real quick but i just found out in an article from i think two weeks ago that magneto wasn't always jewish that was something that was kind of hinted at, and it wasn't until claremont um,
0: um there's definitely not been any reference to like world war yeah. ii or what happened to his parents yet there's been nothing yes. backstory
1: so it didn't come until like the 80s that that happened so he was around as just a generic evil mutant right yeah, and then they added the gravitas there to him because so that, was, that was a really fun article because there's
0: also no hints of uh like him being the father of <laughs> quicksilver and no. scarlet witch either no. at this point
1: that that came later
0: yeah. Um, the one thing that is actually st- here already, though, is that already both Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are questioning how evil like Magneto is. So they're already kind of setting up that they're eventually going to be good yeah. characters. Uh, which is neat. Yeah. The, the first appearance, yeah. you know, that's, that's yeah. not bad. Become Avengers. So, yeah, uh, so he's doing this ridiculous training thing for, uh, for Beast, who's dodging things and diving and whatever. And he eventually fails, as does Iceman. It's a whole thing. Iceman gets melted, essentially, by some steam. His, his protective ice coating gets melted. Uh, but then Xavier presents him with a boss, like, Jean, here's your test. And he's like, lift the lid off this box with your telekinesis, and she does. And then she'll lift out the item, and it's a cake. Because he started training them one year ago, so he's got them a cake to celebrate. So Cyclops, trying to impress Jean, uses his, his, uh, his beam to cut the cake have a show off if you ask me um but that's the
1: beam is concussive it would have destroyed the cake (laughs)
0: come
1: on come on lee don't be a hack
0: he's cutting neat slices of cake with his beam he's done it's Uh, not
1: heat it's concussive
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's really upset about us um and that's when we cut to the to the brotherhood um and we immediately immediately um the other characters are talking about how lovely Scarlet Witch is so once again we have a new lady character and immediately like and I'm skipping ahead here but the first thing I think it's that angel he sees Scarlet Witch first the first thing he, he thinks to himself is like oh this dame's a dish if that, if this is what's on the evil mutant side then give me an application
1: uh, I'm gonna start saying that now that dame's a dish <laughs> oh, what's actually uh... weird though
0: is that Scarlet Witch in the cover has a green outfit but she's got, yeah. a, she's got a red outfit the entire issue <laughs> That is weird. This is yeah, it's odd. Um, you no,
1: know, that was gray ink. That was more expensive. That's why Hulk wasn't gray for more than an issue until Mister Fix it.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I mean, this this scene here is really just to. It has them fight amongst themselves a little bit, and you know, Quicksilver sticks off for his sister. It's really just to show the different powers. You know, Scarlet Witch makes a a vase of water like fall over. Um, Quicksilver comes in to sort of save the day with her with his speed. We see Mastermind actually visually turn Toad into an actual, like, pig. Um, Because they call him a pig at the table because he's disgusting. (laughs) I should do. But Magneto, because they keep talking about the the leader. And I almost wish they didn't put Magneto on the cover because this this would have been the next reveal. But we find out their leader is Magneto and he has, basically, some people are getting ready to, like, mail out, well, let me get the actual thing. Have you received all the bids yet for ex-convoy freighter? So yeah, there's a a, a a warship, right? And they're they're selling a warship, but Miniature Shazam says no, I'm taking the warship. So he <laughs> he takes a warship. So the Brotherhood have got a warship now. And, That's mine now. Yes, this is mine though.
1: Maybe this is where this is what the foundation for Asteroid M became. It was this warship.
0: No, no, it, it's just it's Captain Phillips says, I'm the captain now. That, that, yeah. that's, that's my new <laughs> he's doing that look right. at me, look at me. <laughs> um, so here's here's <sighs> the big coincidence of this shoot is the angels like flying about just doing his what was it says short time later on a routine long range test flight <laughs> the sharp-eyed angel sees an armed vessel cruising below and he actually flies past the window and neither him or mcneito see each other but Angel notes that, this is weird, there's like no one on the ship, like it looks deserted, but, and yet it's, it's operating, it's moving, what's happening? And he happens to tell this to uh, Xavier when he gets back. And Xavier's like, wait a minute, I've got a hunch, something's afoot here. So, Magneto takes the Brotherhood uh, to to South America, and they go after... Um, uh, uh, I, I think at first they go, they go to San, uh, Santo Marco, yeah and xavier basically turns on the red alert so all, all the students are around uh, bobby of course is having a giant ice cream sunday um angel is listening to music beast is reading books and writing on a on a board with his feet because of course he is and gene is i think dancing uh, of course she is because <laughs> because girls Cause...
2: Because she has no other interests or hobbies.
0: No, that dame's a dish. That dame's a dish. No, Scarlet Wishes the dish. Uh,
1: I know, but okay, (laughs) if I'm going to have a preference, who am I going to prefer to call a dish, Pete? Sure,
0: sure, the redhead, yes. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, um, but yeah, so they all rush up and sit sit up and run in and Xavier's, um, it looks like he's having a nap, but it turns out he's actually communicating with Magneto. He's having a conversation on like a, you know, telepathy field kind of thing. Um, and they can hear him talking. And he's basically just trying to talk Manito out of what he's doing. And he was like, why, why don't you join us? You're a mutant like me. We should be taking over these Homo sapiens. And he's like, no, we want to save mankind. And he was like, well, we'll always be enemies then. And then that's kind of like, that's the whole conversation.
1: <laughs> you know what, though? I wonder if First Class drew from this, because he's going to attack a Caribbean island with a warship mm-hmm. using his magnetic powers. Like, I'm saying Fastbender say this now. Uh, yeah. There will be enemies forever.
0: <laughs> yeah so we're San Marco and they're actually using Mastermind to like make the, the people think there's like a giant army like in power that are like, marching through the streets but they're not really there it's just Mastermind using these powers um so that's how he's kind of getting control and they take over a castle so you know we're, we're just over halfway way through <laughs> this castle. issue They've got the villains have got a castle and a country <laughs> that they've taken over
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so they worship yeah <laughs> Uh, and we're done with the warship yeah. now the warships are relevant for the rest of the issue which is insane
2: well, it got them there didn't it <laughs>
0: yeah. it's true. yes it it traveled them all they had to do was go in a metal like sheet and i mean Nito could have yeah, flown them all there that... warships got style like, like a
1: magic carpet but of metal
0: uh oh dear um, i actually love this basically Obviously the X Men are on their way. They've, they've arrived in civvies but when Neo like has a random moment where it's almost like he's got telepathy because he's like, "Silence! They're here. The X Men. I can sense it. Their mental emanations of their leader are strong, and my that I can feel them in my brain." <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, so we get we get sort of an extended sequence of the they're, they're all trying to storm the castle kind of individually. Beast is you know sneaking up a, a wall and grabbing some guards and. Um, uh, mastermind uses his powers to make beasts think that the wall turns to like just like slippery slippery glass which is weird because he's already got a grip i i would feel like he'd still have a grip of whatever he's holding but you know whatever i'll i'll love it uh angels dodging bullets and uh apparently we find out later uh, gene actually grabs him with a telekinesis because he, he gets hit and he falls uh, or no it's beast grabs. grab sorry it's beast you grabs um and you know, eventually they're fighting Quicksilver, he's really fast. There's a really funny moment where Angel dodges Quicksilver and Quicksilver runs into a wall and knocks himself out. So
1: <laughs> But she didn't see that coming.
0: <laughs> so Scarlet Witch is not happy, she throws some things. This is where we get the uh uh Wow, what a dish. If she's an evil mutant, I want my application blank. <laughs> and this is Angel, right? This is Angel, yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: Angel's a real POS. Joe, Joe was funny. Actually, earlier on, I forgot he was called Angel because yeah. uh, he walked in a room after he'd seen the ship, and, he, and Xavier was with, with Gene, who was like, helping with like lab experiments. And uh-huh. he, he said, You know, Xavier said, Angel. Uh, he said, Thank you, Angel. And I thought he was talking to Gene. I'm like, Is he being creepy again? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is a Steve Trevor Wonder Woman <laughs> exchange. Stuff <Stop> it. <laughs>
1: because 60s this is why you know what though not to sidetrack but it's amazing that these became popular in the 70s under different writers given what they were to work with like lee and kirby yes foundations but like this is what passed for for good comics in the 60s so,
0: yeah. Man. I mean, it's not bad. Like, it's still relatively enjoyable reading. I I'm having a giggle at all these kind of things that yeah. have not aged well. Uh, I,
2: I suspect you enjoyed it more than I did mine.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Well,. Yeah. yeah
1: let's wrap this up pete so i could hear more about generation X. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah that's so, what you really want to do basically uh quicksilver grabs cyclops from behind while he's while he's using his beam and he's, he's uncontrollable so he's just beaming all over the place and he ends up hitting a generator which basically sends like an electrical storm like coming through the the, the room and the villains have all like you know hightailed it out. But, uh, angel at this point has been tied up so cyclops still like save them because they can't go through all the electric you know essentially a lightning that's going through all the room he uh, blasts the generator so it was flying out the, the castle. <laughs> and it almost says Iceman, but Iceman makes like a, a, you know an ice ramp for it to slide down. Um, and then, then he uses like ice picks to like climb up the the side of the wall. There's a, there's a lot of good use of powers in this issue. Um with the exception of maybe Gene. Although now that I've said that, the very next thing that happens is that uh, three of the guys are now together and Jean, Jean and Beast are together and uh, they're, they're running down the hall, the a hall are the Iceman Angel and Cyclops and all of a sudden like a uh, like a shield and some like swords and axes that were on the wall in this castle come flying towards them and one of them says you know if I had not know it but I'd, I'd have said that was Marvel Girl and then it's like actually he was right she, she she, thought it was the, the bad guys coming down the hall and she threw like axes at them <laughs> so um yeah and then um there's a scene where they're running from like uh what do they call it uh uh i think it's they say boiling oil it's basically just like a wall of fire coming at them uh, down the hall and they're all running from it and then there's a great panel of xavier wheeling through the fire and oil like he just wheels through it uh, because it's actually not real it's this uh it's mastermind who's making them see this but there's this great panel of xavier just wheeling his wheelchair ...through the fire, as if he's, like, the biggest badass in the world. Um, so I'll give shouts to that panel, that was funny. Um, so, yeah, they, they all run up and get to Magneto and his, his men. Um, however, they flee, and they booby-trap the door. And Beast is like, I'm going to go and bash this door in. And Xavier's like, no, I sense a trap, it's a trap, but Beast doesn't listen to him. So Xavier lunges himself past Beast to the door so that he will take the brunt of the blast... Xavier is like an action hero in this issue. <laughs> it's actually kind of insane. Um, so they're they're all the villains are all escaping. Cyclops is going to try and chase them, but unfortunately, um, uh, he's like, no, you have to stay back for Xavier. Notably though, uh, Quicksilver actually destroys the device that was going to destroy the city. There was like a nuclear bomb uh, that Magneto was setting up, and Xavier's like, I'm still a villain, but I I, I can't be killing civilians and all these innocent people, so. Um. Yeah. So he runs off. So this is actually the last page, and we end it in like a bit of a cliffhanger, where Xavier seems to have lost his powers because of this this blast that he took. I'm sure he'll get them back pretty quickly, but you know, uh,
1: I I have what happens, but uh, if you're gonna read five, then oh, we'll find the next you know month. I mean?
0: Yeah, because
1: it's um, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah, but okay. So Xavier's not got his powers, and it says at the end. Uh, you know, leaderless, the, they're forced to defend for themselves can the five mutant teenagers meet a renewed threat by the power, uh, powerful evil mutants don't miss their next great issue so I think we're getting the villains back next issue as well uh, and if I look at the cover for five on the next page it does indeed have them on it so um, I, what's interesting to me is that's already some more continuity than I think I would have expected um, from 60s books so yeah. <laughs> uh, I had fun reading that. I can't really complete, even though I was making fun of a lot of the things that have dated, and you know, whatever. But as the X Men issue four, it's hard to rate these because they're all of a different time. I feel like from a book from the sixties, it's probably like an eight, but by modern standards, like it's hard to like judge it. So I'm going to try and rate it on its own scale because Silver Age. Uh, that damn's a dish. That damn's a dish. <laughs>
2: It's a writing in itself. Yeah, that I seems love a bit. It. All
0: right. Well, that does mean, dear listeners and viewers, that we have one final book, and that is Connor talking about Generation X, Scott Labdell, and his reign of terror continues. Why don't you tell us who's on art and then talk about the book?
1: Mm,
2: do I have
0: to? Yes, you do. Yeah.
2: What what issue is this?
0: This is oh. issue four. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this is the issue that is the holiday spectacular. Oh, was it longer? No. Okay. No, I don't think
0: so. <laughs> yeah. I was getting ready to laugh hysterically. I, I in your face. If,
2: honestly, I, I was concerned when I saw that. I I checked. I was like, "Is this longer?" Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's not. Um, so only
0: so getting his uh his pages worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: it's crisp, shallow on art. That's right. That's but, right. right. Where to start with this? This issue is narrated by a little gremlin thing, like a little gnome. That in some pages, maybe maybe it's an elf, yeah. I I don't know, it's hard to say. Is it elves Um, in Marvel? (laughs) In some pages, right? So, about half the pages, you lose maybe 25% of the space on the page because it just has a big, stupid border around it, like you know, like a big, thick border with like kind of like wrapping paper style, like you know, it's a blue background with bells on it.
1: I pulled this up on a wikia just to, to keep up with the story while you listen. And mm-hmm. um, This issue is so bad that there's not a nobody is bothered to add a synopsis. <laughs> uh, but they've made notes that it's the first appearance of Orphan Maker's new armor. And uh, it became
2: Generation Next for four issues following oh, this. I'll get to that at the end. Yeah. There's a little tag at the no. end with, with about that.
0: Yeah, which, uh, which I presume, uh, just for serenity's sake here, like, that would be the next one you read. So, like You're probably just gonna go straight onto that.
2: I assume so, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh,
0: the,
1: because it becomes a tie-in for Age of Apocalypse, that's why it's Generation X.
2: Ah. Yeah. so <laughs> well, I'm not reading Age of Apocalypse.
0: <laughs> why not? Well, I mean, you could, it would just take longer, because you'd have to do, like, one issue of that one month, and then do a tie-in Generation next this following month.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, so this issue is narrated by those little elf things, and... What I mean by that is, on those like h- pages where there is that big thick border, um, they're sitting like on top of the page, on top of the panels, like inside the border, and leaning into it and narrating over the page. It's
0: surreal. Wait, are these Christmas uh, elves? Because that would make a lot more sense.
2: I don't know. I, I'm assuming. I mean, I, like uh, I said, I, I thought said elves. Things, Like gnomes. Yeah, but elves make sense. They're not always in Christmas outfits though. They're like. On, on the first page, is dressed in like a Santa suit, but another <laughs> one, they're just, you know, just, just in like a, a hat and scarf. Sometimes you know.
0: they have to be in disguise, they have to be in civvies so that they don't get caught. Yeah,
2: yeah, there's, there's more than one of them, there's, there's quite a few. Um, it, yeah, so even before I start talking about it, like this whole border thing is horrible because you lose so much space on the page
1: yeah, and I tend to like but, uh, Chris Piccolo, or wherever. yeah I have no
2: idea how you say it I yeah, but... I do not like his work at all okay um, so I mean in that sense it's a small mercy that you know there's less yeah but it still feels kind of shitty to kind of no matter who the eyes is to kind of hide yeah. it away like for, for
0: the record I like the art from Baccalo more than Carr does I, I think Spider-Man looks pretty good
2: I hated
0: that, yeah. But yeah, so
2: you know, the issue just opens with this. uh, There's uh, M, Skin, Sink, Jubilee, and Banshee are on a. They're on a a road trip. They're they're in the car, and uh, you know, the 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 elfs just telling us their names. Um, And you know, they they're coming up to like a a police checkpoint. There, okay, and this is where we get our first. What's the, oh God, what's the name of the things where it tells you where it is? Captions? Yeah, yeah, no, but the specific ones, it tells you the, the location, uh, establishing establishing panels. That's the word, <laughs> called, establishing captions. So this one just says, just now, question mark, somewhere in Maine. Um,
0: Stephen King's so, about, Stephen King. Yeah, gosh, so, well,
2: uh, so, sure. yeah, so they're, they're driving up to this checkpoint, they're you know, trying to go through and they're like, hey, skin, get down. You kind of look dodgy. You know, don't want them seeing you because he's all gray and you know doesn't look normal like the rest of them do um that's messed uh, nice
1: they're mutants so their whole point is they're supposed to be welcoming i know but he's being they look, who they
2: are i i know but he, uh, it's uh banji's like hey just just get down you know, just, just, you know yeah.
1: down. says the normal normal exactly. ginger
2: one yeah exactly uh uh, uh the uh the police officer is like well you know you know you're going that way that's fine and all but the the bridge leading into Faybrook, is that the town name yeah the bridge leading into Faybrooks closed so you'll have to you know backtrack and take this detour along the coast um and when it, as soon as they leave it's like no nah, I, I looked at the charts before we left the, you know the, he's lying there's no bridge um and then you know so next page it's someplace else dot 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 exactly question mark Faybrook Maine um and you know there's some of the elves uh causing some trouble i think i I don't know if they are or not i can't tell if they're in the story or not in in some of these pages they look like they're in the story but it's it's not certain um it looks like there's like a protest going on and you know there there's um a kid who who is very disfigured and this is why, you know, the, the mutants are coming down, is because there's reports that he's a mutant. And, you know, they're, they're kind of harassing him and, you know, protesting his existence. So they're coming down to test him and, you know, take him with them if needs be. Um, and, you know, so this scene is just, you know, some of that stuff there, before before our, our team get there. And then this is where we cut away to another story, smaller within bigger, at Xavier's. Um... Yeah, we're back at the school. Penance is kind of just meditating out, uh, you know, looking at the butterflies, uh, and then uh, Jonathan comes up and you know offers us some food and a little bit of a moment. Uh, turns out that that uh, Husk is kind of watching them on the cameras, she, and uh, Emma Frost comes in. It's like, oh, you're eavesdropping, are we? Uh, yeah, and she's like, no, no, no. I was just uh, accidentally kind of ended up on that feed, and she's like, yeah, sure you were. Um, and then gives her a compliment by saying that she reminds her of her when when she was younger um which i guess is a compliment from from Emma Frost. um uh, but then we got another one another a meanwhile uh you know we're back uh, at the the kids place um our team are, are arriving and they get synced to to try to uh, you know focus in on on the kid and you know sync up his aura with them so it's a way of Okay, okay what are we dealing with um but uh you know so then a bit of a, of a scuffle ensues with, with them being there you know the, the people who are protesting this mutant obviously aren't too happy by the arrival of more of them um so there's a bit of a scuffle with the the protesters uh, and they, they, they go in through the the window you know try and rescue the kid and this is where uh, the orphan maker arrives who I'm not familiar with but is a big, huge, blue and purple armored monstrosity.
1: It's the most loved Delian creation of all time.
2: Yeah, it's this is nineties as shit. Like seriously, this this design is. He
1: was my stepbrother's favorite action figure.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm so... kind of imagining Juggernaut, but with like this cyberpunky blue and purple armor.
1: With with like spines coming out of the back, like predator kind of.
2: Yeah, they're gets... actually kinda of hard to see in a lot of the panels. Yeah. Um, but they are there. yeah, uh, <laughs> now that you mentioned them. So yeah, so so the mutants are, you know, that they're, they're fighting him off, trying to, you know, keep the kid safe. Uh and that that goes on for a while. Um it turns out that the uh the kid uh wasn't a mutant after all. You know, he just uh just didn't look too good, um, but he—I believe—he he looks like he died in in the scuffle. Um, so, obviously, they're like, "Yeah, we failed," you know, we failed, uh, and all that. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, it's supposed to be like this parable, like, you know, They're like, "Oh well," you know, so he wasn't even a mutant after all that. I um, know oh, it was the teacher trying to protect the kid that died. Uh, the kid, the kid, seemed to uh, is okay, but you know, as a as it, put uh, the was it Banshee? No, Jubilee puts in. You know, oh, he's not even a mutant at all. He's just ugly. Um, yeah, you know, he, he was born that way. Hated and feared for being different. You know, kind of remind you of anything? Because um, they get really on the nose here. And, and Skin's like, oh, so he's like a mutant without any of the benefits of being one of us. And and Banshee goes, oh, he, he, but he is, son. He's he's one of us in the only way that truly matters. He's someone who fell between the cracks. And uh, and, and that's the end of that. Yeah. <sighs> and then there is a there is a page after. Where we get you know them reading the, a like a like a next time on page, and it, it's like yeah 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 death of Xavier oh that's bad generation next uh oh, what's this crap uh, yeah must have got someone else's next issue blurb by mistake, I'm sure it's going to be about and then you know all the all this ice crystal start covering it up of, of what she's actually just going on about, uh you, you can make out a uh, introduce a really rad trio of super villainesses, uh, can't really make out much more than that. But um, that's uh, that's the issue. Yeah, yeah, excellent. It's, uh, it's very haphazard. Like, there's like two scenes away from the main group that don't really serve any purpose for this issue at all. You know, you got you got the one page, you know, the page or two of of uh, Jonathan giving Penn some food, and then you know Husk watching over them and and the, the rest of it is just them going to, to this kid who you know turns out not to have been a mutant he just wants to learn he came here to be with his teacher and then you know gets attacked by orphan maker the orphan maker is that the name i remember in that right i think i am it was yeah. something like that yeah yeah it was the orphan maker it was it was uh, some some really ugly action fight scenes because I, I really don't like art, obviously I think his action, I think he's far too busy and scratchy and so much going on. Like I struggle to follow some of it. Um, yeah, you know, they they tell me, oh, this kid's really ugly, and I just have to take his word for it. At points. No, because uh, everyone looks kind of ugly in in his book. <laughs> uh, what do I rate it? I guess, it's it's slightly more focused than some of the others in that there's uh, less cutaways pointlessly, but what we're focused on isn't that good
0: either Alright, well I guess that's I guess that's it <laughs> I guess that's yeah. the last book <laughs> I love how enthusiastic me and Matt were for that last few minutes
1: <laughs> Yeah, sorry mate, I was looking up uh, NHL draft stuff uh huh. As you were, as you were talking,
0: so. I, I was looking up some wrestling. The last match for uh, Fighter Fest has been announced, Matt. Ooh. It leaked. You to me. Uh, the, the old ladies match. Uh, Kelly Ray and the Librarian chick. The uh.
1: Oh, Leva Bates.
0: Yeah, that's on the uh the, the pre show. That the three way tag and uh, that hardcore match of the pre show, and then the six matches oh, on the main fine. card. Yes. Uh, which I know everyone's excited about me talking about, but. <laughs> <sighs> I was going to say Connor talking about Generation X. <laughs> I don't blame you. I wouldn't listen to me on that either. Oh, dear. Anyway, that is uh, that is that was the last book. Uh, which leads us to the part of the show where we pick our favourite panel slash moment, our favourite art, our favourite cover, and I guess this week ranking the three books that, that we, we read. Um, so here we are. Uh, we'll start with panel slash moment. Uh, Matt, <laughs> what we got?
1: Um, so I'm going to do the reveal with Mera that she's she's pregnant.
0: I am shocked. I am that shocked right? that that's the one that stuck out this week. Weird, right? Yeah. It's the same one. I can't pick anything else. What do you
1: What's I'll kind of I I? give my... Yeah, I,
2: I, I can pick something else. Uh, I'm gonna go with the, the double page spread in Justice League of uh, sure. in, in, in the in the heroes all yeah, yeah with, with all the
0: teams in the background. Oh, that was cool. That makes some sense. That makes some sense. Uh, best cover of the week. I'll I'll fly in first with this one because I was looking them at them uh, whilst Connor was uh, talking about his uh, last book. Uh, no,
2: it's fine. I already I already said this last week. Remember, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's Aquaman variant.
0: Well, it's Aquaman's variant. But I don't remember you saying that. That's 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 why I picked. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
2: uh, Aquaman variant.
0: Yeah. Easy. It's just it's this beautiful image, it's just mostly the ocean. You just Ackerman's very small on the page, just diving. It's just really yeah. nice.
2: I actually uh, I really like the, the Justice League regular cover and the Batman regular cover as well. Um more than more than their variants, even though there is a, a nice Lupuccino variant on Justice League, but it's not my favorite Lupuccino piece. Mm. Um
0: yeah, so uh, best uh, art of the week. Matt.
1: Um um despite the wonky faces. <laughs> I'm going to go with, with Aquaman.
0: That's fair. Connor? Um, uh, I'm going to give it to Batman, mainly for bel colors. Sure. I I probably agree with Batman. I think it's maybe the most consistent. Although I like I Justice League's art as well. Um, yeah, me too. Not, none of them were bad this week out of the three books. Um, And then, ranking the books, Matt?
1: Aquaman, Justice League, a bunch
2: of crap in the Batman.
0: Connor? Justice League Aquaman. I don't Batman, yes. Um, I, I will go Aquaman, Justice League Batman. There you go. That's it. Then. Uh, and I did, and like, you know, I tweeted last week, I set on a timer, yeah. so people did get a chance to respond. And yeah, tell instead us of looking favorite. at
2: wrestling, you could put out your scheduled tweet, you know, while, you know, while I was doing Generation i
0: uh, I'll just remember you do it next week, it's fine. <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, we got a lot of... um hold on, I just want to... Uh, yeah yeah absolutely everyone said aquaman <laughs> not a single soul said anything else um you know talking super about aquaman felt ethereal and real romantic personally scary and funny uh best post john's issue that's quite a claim that's, just, yeah, that that's was, a claim. i think he
1: means abstract not ethereal <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh dear Um, at Glenn Reads Comics uh, I'm going to cast my vote early for Aquaman 49 it was the best book of the week art was stunning story was fulfilling and that big reveal by Mira Uh, spoilers she's pregnant Um, which you should know this if you listen to the rest of the show by now anyway Uh, well what an issue Uh, this is Copied post as a copy post from earlier this week. Yeah, no, he actually did a tweet at us like earlier in the week, but I'm glad he replied to that tweet because it's harder to find random tweets throughout yeah. the week. Um, I could just click on the thread and see them all. Um, uh, at McComb to just put in a screenshot of uh, um, the proposal where uh-huh. he's like, maybe you maybe should get down on one knee. Um, I, I presume he says, uh, Aquaman, my jaw hit the floor twice. I assume the second time was the uh. Pregnancy. Yeah. Uh, and at Corey Y N W A Ackerman was great and best book of a small week. Uh Purple Monkey Dishwater. So I was hoping Did one of you two get... Yeah, I was hoping one of you two would would get that last sentence. No. Was it something no. in the book? I don't remember Purple Monkey Dishwater coming up.
2: I have no idea what that's supposed to be. He'll
0: have to explain himself. This is just not on. Uh, but that is, uh, that is what people thought of the books this week. It was basically Aquaman 1 uh, by everyone except Connor, apparently. Um, which lets me tell you what's coming next week. Uh, so I'm actually just looking at Diamond. I'm changing my system here. I'm just going to look straight at Diamond and go through them uh, alphabetically. Oh, you mean like me and Connor
2: have been doing from the beginning? <laughs> like, he's joining a civilised age where now he doesn't miss things that, that uh, you know... Uh, well, uh, no, 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 There, no. Oh, Did,
0: you know, there is the a point. downside to this. The downside is I don't have them separated t- from what we cover and what we're not covering. It'll just be alphabetical. Well, and...
2: you, you can just go through alphabetical of what we cover and then go through again <laughs> and go, oh, and these are out that we don't.
0: Yeah, I'm not doing that. Uh, so <laughs> out next week is Batman Beyond, which we don't cover. We got Batman Damned issue three. Bit, finally, sorry,
2: stop. You've already <laughs> missed the first thing in the alphabetical section.
0: Oh, I scrolled down accidentally. <laughs> Action Comics 1012 is out next week. You can look forward to that. Um, you got Detective Comics 1006, you got Dial H for Hero number 4, you got Flash 73, you got Justice League Dark number 12, you got Martian Manhunter number 6, we got- We don't cover that anymore. Yeah, well, yeah, we don't, but, you know, uh, Silencer <laughs> issue 18, which- is that the final issue? I believe that's the final look issue of Silencer, yeah. I think it's the final. Yeah. Uh, we have... A cat, don't set in the keyboard. I mean, I'm just checking we're still recording, because the cat's...
1: You know, if that cat went to school, uh, it would have <laughs> uh, keyboard. Yeah, cat, you're still uh,
0: shit in a box. Yeah. A stupid uh, animal.
1: Answer yeah. <laughs> so 18 is,
0: the... I'm, 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 I'm kidding is right. the final
1: issue. I'm just thinking now of yelling your stupid cat, go shit in a box. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, i need that
1: traffic next time
0: uh the Terrifics 17 <laughs> is out and as as is wonder woman 73 and nobly naomi's still not there which we were expecting no. this week and it's <laughs> clearly been pushed uh follow down the line so we'll see we'll see when that lands uh but that's what's coming next week so there you go that's that's basically the show i we do have to tell you about a few things uh tell us you, you can support us of course by liking subscribing rating us on your podcast app of choice give us five stars let other people find us uh you can support us financially by going to patreon.com mailfuzz tv where you can support us for as little as one dollar per month and you know keep the, the podcast coming and feel warm and fuzzy on the inside and all that um but uh, yeah, uh, and as far as promoting our content, me and Carl do television from the the multiverse, which is like the the DC TV shows we talk about. Uh, we talk about Krypton and Swamp Thing, uh, of course this week as well as some old One of episodes. Those
2: things is better than the other.
0: Yes, and also we talk about some old stuff. Uh, we've been do- do- because it's a quiet season because the CW shows are all off. We're also doing episodes of Smallville and Gotham, and oh baby, they they do not disappoint in their stupidity. So um, you can check out that should you wish. Uh, And as for something else, just completely random. Um, Check out... Well, I mean, we mentioned a lot earlier on. Screams After Midnight, the horror movie podcast with myself and the now infamous Tim. So you can go check out that.
2: I like the idea that people had no idea Tim existed before this episode and now he's just become a larger-than-life character already.
0: Now people are going to go check out Screams just to find out if, if 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 the... If the reputation will be lived up to by the man <laughs> yeah uh but that is uh that is the show this has been episode 160 i think yeah yeah uh so thank you very much for for joining us uh we'll be back next week with a healthier dose of books so you can look forward to that um but you know once again thank you for watching and listening we always appreciate it keep reading dc comics guys uh, but always remember to never get lost in the speed force
1: and that's long live the legion and cats are stupid and they shut in a box.